Okay, so uh, so we're back. So what do you think? We do like a quick th- like 30, 35 minute intro for this part of uh, of the podcast, then get back to the uh, then and, get back to the movies and do the last five in like an hour twenty, a tight hour twenty. Oh, yeah. After taking almost three hours to do the first five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be fair, of the last five, six remaining, mm-hmm. there's a couple that aren't going to be talked about very long. <laughs> but still enough to give people their money's worth because yes, we're gentlemen. We don't want to take away from we... your stupid picks. <laughs> we're not shortchanging anyone. We love all of you equally, except we don't. Oh, should we have played the music and uh, fuck it <laughs> Who, who's got we're not time? going back now look we want to give a quick shout out to sponsor of this half of the podcast uh old dutch arriba tortilla chips arriba chili lime chili. i've i've always been a zesty taco guy because they're like the last taco chips on the market yeah. and i'm always a taco chips fan shout out to the og doritos taco supreme yep uh but these, are, these are not a bad substitute yep. uh but chili lime very good. That's a nice bag of chips. Yeah, real good. Real good. We just we just housed that bag. Well, <laughs> like, also, we just recorded for like three hours. Yeah. After eating at like three o'clock. Yeah. So it had been a while since we put anything other than cookies. It's been a while. And, uh, Mountain Dew or Gatorade in yeah. our bodies. For for keen listeners, you might have noticed a couple mid-show cookies. Yeah. <laughs> on the uh, on the previous half. Yes, you did. So you're welcome. Uh, you're welcome for those. But uh, yeah. Those uh, those hit the spot. Yep. Um, one one other thing that's been on my mind, and then we'll jump right back into it. This shouldn't take more than 27, 28 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Promise. I'll brace myself. Set, you know what, Drew? Set me a hard cap. <laughs> At, at 20 no 27 I'll do, I'll do it in, I'll do it inside 27 okay that's my promise to okay. you the American people the American people um we've me even more so than you have to watch a bunch of movies for this because you've seen some of them so you you just get to do refreshers on some of them yeah I, except I, for I, next week I think it's a lot of freshies one two th- uh one two three four Five. Okay, not that bad. That's a lot better than Two, me. Two, three. I feel like I'm ten next week. Four, five. I got a five and five. So, yeah, maybe maybe you're worse than me. Yeah, you're. This is the only scenario in which I'm worse than you. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I've got a lot to watch, and yeah, pretty much any like spare moment I have, I'm like, well, I have to watch a movie. And um, I don't know if you know, but right around the time we started having to record these, the Winter Olympics ended. Yes. Are you? Are you? Fami- are we, I are am this? familiar with have you heard, the Winter have you heard about that? Have you heard about that? Have you heard about the Winter Olympics ending? <laughs> um, I'm a, a hack comedian. So that means original programming is back on NBC. Right. You understand? I understand. Okay. I don't know if you've heard about network television, but it's dying. Okay, I've so, heard of it. <laughs> I've heard of it. I've never watched I, I it. I don't know it. <laughs> so what they're doing now is they're just taking the one or two properties of theirs that are still profitable yeah. and just expanding it over their entire programming. 911 Lone Star. Exactly. So NBC Wednesdays for some time has been Chicago Wednesdays. Yes. Medfire PD. Yeah. Now the fatal flaw with that, it sounds like a nice idea on paper, none of them are good. Okay. <laughs> and the only star among the three of them is former Scientologist Jason Begg with his gravelly voice. Who? 
You've seen it. Jason B-E-G-H-E. You think, are you spelling Jason Biggs wrong? <laughs> no. I promise you it's not Jason Biggs. And uh, now they've done the same on Thursdays. But they've learned from their mistakes... And they've done it with good shows. That being Law and Order. Thursday, all day on NBC, is now Law and Order Thursdays. If you got your SBU, which is SVU, which has been a staple for uh, t- twenty-three years at this point, you've got the new but with Stabler from SVU, Law and Order Organized Crime. And guess who's back in the fucking eight o'clock slot? OG Law and Order back after eleven years. Right. With 94-year-old Sam Waterston at the helm. I don't know who Jason Begg is. You've seen him. I mean, I've, he's, I mean he's, he's in the Scientology in, documentary. He's in <laughs> movies that I've seen, but I don't recognize his face. Yeah. Anyway, him. That, anyway, that's why you don't need to watch the Chicago shit. Wait, is there also a Chicago Justice? No. Cra- that's, that's crazy talk. There can't be a fourth Chicago show. Yeah, there is. That's madness. Yeah. Uh, but I think... I think it was, it was only on for one season, thirteen episodes. Ah, classic half season. Yeah. Oh, Carl Weathers. Nice. But uh, for a second, I thought Carl Weathers was Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Got <laughs> <laughs> my house, Steve. So, I have not had time, and likely will not have time to watch any of the Law and Orders on my PVR until after we've recorded the fourth episode, and maybe not even for another week after that, because I have to watch all the Best Picture nominees. Uh, I'm going to say seven out of ten I don't want to watch uh, for the live Oscars commentary on March 27th, but after March 27th, I am going to have four episodes of Law and Order, four episodes of Law and Order SVU, and four episodes of Law and Order Organized Crime, and I'm going to watch them all in one day. And it's going to be so fucking good. I'm so. Do you know how many people are going to get raped in those 12 hours of television? 14. Probably 14. Probably just over one an app. Because someone's going, someone's going serial on one of them, obviously. <laughs> and I, I could not be more excited. So, so that's that's where I'm at in my life. Pretty good. Yeah. So, should we talk about the Man in the Iron Mask, 1998, from Eve, friend of the show? Can I tell you what makes me feel good? Is that I know for a, a fact... sentient non-human mouth. Perhaps a fucking. <laughs> Uh, the fact that I know that Eve doesn't like this movie, uh-huh. so I don't have to be nice about it. Uh, true. Right? Because yes. if, I, if I didn't know that and I thought she genuinely liked this movie, then I would feel be more bad hesitant. being yeah. super mean. Yeah. But since I know for a fact she hates it, I'm going to be mean about yeah. it. Yeah. So Eve recommended us two Three Musketeers movie, a 1993's Three Musketeers, which we did last week and this week's The Man in the Iron Mask featuring The Three Musketeers. Big Alexandre Dumas fan. Dumas. And uh, and she gave me a little backstory. She she and her friends uh loved uh Three Musketeers and she hates The Man in the Iron Mask. I think that's a pretty common thing for people who grew up in that era. Yeah. I think a lot of people saw the Disney one. 
Yeah. And then thought this was like a sequel or a shared universe. I mean, it could be a shared universe. And then realized like, oh, this is boring and drama. It is boring and drama, but th- there's no reason this can't be a shared universe. Yeah. I mean, it has the Musketeers. They're not the same people, but what are you going to do? That hasn't stopped other, like, sequels, prequels, same universe yeah. stuff. So what do, what do we think about comparing the four Musketeers one-to-one? So, Athos. Kiefer Sutherland versus John Malkovich. Where are you at? Well, what, what's the debate? What's the comparison? Who would you rather be inside Kiefer. you? <laughs> who would you rather yell fuck face at you? John Malkovich. Interesting. So I guess it does depend on the who criteria. Would you, who would you rather see beat up a photographer? Kiefer Sutherland. Of course. Yeah. Who would you rather be who? weirdly miscast as a good guy in this movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're that one character is clearly uh, a traitor, and they didn't. Cast and it's John not Malkovich. John Malkovich. <laughs> when I think of traitor, crazy. I think Gabriel Byrne. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, I got who you're 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 casting three Musketeers. Do you cast Kiefer Key, or Malkovich? Um, like, is it is it more of a fun actiony movie, or is it more of a s- s- trying to be a serious drama thriller? A you know what? Honestly, <laughs> maybe John Malkovich. If it's a thriller, honestly, probably Malkovich. Um, no, like a a straight ahead th- three musketeers and D'Artagnan movie. Kiefer. I think I, I think I go Kiefer. Yeah, Kiefer. I think. I think Mal- I, I might even cast Malkovich in the movie as a bad guy. Yeah, he could. He could be King Louis. He could be King Louis, the the orangutan from the Jungle Book. Yes. Yeah. You never had a friend like me. Wait, that's that's Baloo. Or is that the genie? <laughs> oh, from Aladdin. I, that I, is I, the I genie am... from Aladdin. Well, uh, I, I, I want to uh... be like you. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. yeah. Talk like you and throw my poo. <laughs> Porthos. Two fun Porthoses. Oliver Platt versus Russian citizen, <laughs> Russian citizen. Gerard, Gerard Depardieu. I mean, I like both of them a lot. They're both good Porthoses, honestly. My question is, which one's more fuckable? Uh... I'm going to say 1998 Gerard Depardieu, who had no problem being fully nude for a while. <laughs> and and considering how horrible I expected his ass to be, yeah. in 1998, it's still holding up okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now it's got to be like uh, an absolute war crime. Uh, I, be- I bet you it's just unrecognizable at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu ass, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'll come up. Uh, how old is he? Uh, he's gotta be 70. 73. You're welcome. But he's a, he's a Russian citizen, which I love. Because he didn't want to keep paying French taxes, so he uh, defected. Yep. Uh... Executive order granting Russian citizenship to him. Amazing. Uh, but I feel like he was on Russian Dancing with the Stars. I'm sure he was. Which is very silly for a fat old man. For a fat old drunk. <laughs> but what, what can you do? So, 
for for Porthos as fun as Depardieu is, uh, I'm tired of his voice and his silly French accent. Yep. And and Platt can do a lot. I'm th- like I'm thinking of like Platt as Jimmy King as Porthos, Ooh. and I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm casting Platt. I'm into that. Uh, Aramis. That Aramis is an interesting matchup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen versus Jeremy Irons. Well, noted pedophile correspondent or incest correspondent Jeremy Irons and, and, and works for the podcast. Char- Charlie Sheen would be the pedophile correspondent, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> having both uh, given and received it. Yeah. Yeah, Having one been on both ends of Hollywood pedophilia. One is okay with gay incest. Yes, because it's not gay if you can't. It's not incest if you can't make a baby. You can't make an incest baby. And Charlie Sheen literally made a man do so many drugs that he died. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Sheen was walked in on watching. Child pornography by his wife Denise Richards, and as Denise Richards is crying and pleading with him to stop watching child pornography, he responds, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> I'm casting irons. I think he's more of a musketeer than Charlie Sheen. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. D'Artagnan. Not even close. O'Donnell? Yeah. The other yeah. one's a coward and a, and a traitor. Yeah. Gabriel Byrne's a fucking narc. Yeah. Like, they're both, like, Gabriel Byrne's pro- uh, uh, not probably, probably, like, is a better actor than Chris O'Donnell, I think. That's not even a good That's not, not really close, but, uh, but yeah, also, he's a narc, so he's out. He's O'Donnell, out. O'Donnell's in. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. So, Kiefer, Platt, Irons. O'Donnell. That's a weird combo. That's a really <laughs> weird combo. Hey, we look. We did, we did the Socratic method. We we we've done it all by the book. Mm-hmm. The, those are the Musketeers and D'Artagnan. Yep. And that's the end of the review. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um. I only have some notes, but not a lot. My first note is, ah, we're doing everyone do your own accents. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We got Malkovich doing Malkovich. Gerard Depardieu is French. Is... Jeremy Irons is British. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Byrne is a traitor. <laughs> uh... He's actually the only non-traitor. He's the most loyal guy in the movie. He's just loyal to a piece of shit. Correct. I mean, that's true. His job is to uh, protect the king. Yeah. Um, I just wrote uh, that the the old, oh boy, old retired musketeers just hate having a hunky young king. Yeah, yeah, we can agree that that's sort of the thing behind everything. Real bitter about it. They're Real sour. Ju- they're just jealous of a hot young Louis the Fourteenth. Yep. Uh, I also wrote. That there I was, was also kind of confused by it because I'm like, isn't Louis the Fourteenth regarded really well? I'm like, why is he such a little bitch in this movie? But you know what? They they answer my question by the end. Yeah. Um, they, there was a very loose pronunciation of D'Artagnan. There's a few different D'Artagnans. For, uh, for D'Art- different ones because they're all speaking in their own accents and they all sound silly. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, uh, uh they, uh, they just completely skip any form of backstory or connection. They're, you're just supposed to know 
these are the these are the guys. Yeah, this I, is them. I, I do. On. I do like that the movie presupposes that you've read a lot of Dumas. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, I like that. You know all of the Musketeers. You know what happened in their later Absolutely. lives. When you they know their relationship with D'Artagnan. Everything's good to yeah, go. We're good to go. Here we are. <laughs> uh, I wrote that it takes forever for anything to actually happen, especially to get one scene with. The man in the iron mask. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That the 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 lead title of the movie is almost an afterthought at some yeah. point, at the first it's like, hour twenty. Yeah, it's like close to an hour by the time we're getting yeah. like actual man in the iron mask scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, uh, Peter. Sorry, continue. I just decided about a Peter Sarsgaard showing back up yeah. of uh, the lie fame. <laughs> the lie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I was gonna say that I did not think he was disheveled enough for being a man in an iron mask. Like he, he should have looked worse. Yeah, he cleaned up real nice and real quick. Real quick. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, how long was the mask on? Six years. So he didn't do any kind of oral care for six Six years. years. He looked all right. He was fine. He looked pretty good for that. Yeah. Given the circumstances, actually, I'd say great. (laughs) Yeah. Did really well. Yeah. Uh, I also wrote, like, uh, Louis XVI. Like, he wasn't... 14. Uh, He wasn't um, as bad as they, like made it seem he was. He was mostly like, he like was, a bitch. He was bad. He was bitchy. But he yeah. wasn't, yeah, he was just like a whiny little bitch mm-hmm. who was like kind of a jerk. Yeah. And like, okay, yeah, fine, you're spending all the money on the war. Like, when has that never happened before? Oh, yeah, the kings never do that. Yeah. Like, how many kings in history lived full lives without somebody accusing them of wasting money on wars? Three. George the Third. Martin Luther. Martin Luther, <laughs> <laughs> and Orson Welles. Orson Welles. <laughs> he was as much of a king as Martin Luther was. <laughs> what are I'm like? What are we doing now? Yeah, Martin Luther King. Not, or, not or. <laughs> I, was like, I was thinking about the Protestant. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, Martin Luther King. Fair enough. And, and Orson uh, Welles King. Uh, Joey. If we're doing it that way. Okay. There Joey you go. King. Joey King. Of the lie. Not, not Zoe King? I couldn't tell you. I, it's I've lost that thread. Yeah. Um, long, I, I don't know if long-haired Leo does it for me. I mean, he's really young, so that, that, I'll let that, it slide. That, that part was fine. Yeah, I'll let it slide. I, I didn't mind the youth. I, the, the too much actually, especially when he's in bed with the uh, with the the woman he's uh, cucking her boyfriend with. Call, call her by her name, Christine, the concubine, the the concubine. Um, the, Catch my loads. When they were lying in bed together, they looked yeah. identical. Could have been two I, ladies. Yeah, I, I didn't if like. If I that. walked in naked, I wouldn't know which one to fuck. No, I'm a I'm a short hair Leo guy. Yeah, me too. I want. Uh, What's okay? What's peak Leo? Aviator. Aviator. Well, before he, before the end of the movie, the beginning <laughs> of the movie. I don't mind late aviator. <laughs> He's even uh, like long hair. I know. No, uh, like early. Yeah, early aviator. Um, I don't know. Catch me if you can. Gilbert Grape. Not too young. Um, g- <laughs> growing pains. Growing pains. Nailed it. Nailed um, it. Django. 
He cute in Django. Mm. Don't act like you're not cute in Django. Yeah, he's cute. Okay. He hunk. <laughs> uh, this movie had excellent wardrobes. Yeah. The costumes were Good incredible. Costume. Was it nominated? Was Probably. Did they have... Yeah. Costume design? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Scott, a... what a dumb question. I don't know. I feel like one of those yeah, actually, artistic the... awards yeah. is a newer one. Even uh, though it doesn't seem like it should be. Did you say artistic awards? I, I said... I heard artistic awards. <laughs> you heard what you wanted to hear. <laughs> oh my god. Cover your fucking mouth. It's fine. Grow up. You fucking cocksucker. Look, there's, there's nothing that one of us has had that both of us haven't had. Well, Scott, I've got some interesting news for you. What you got for me? That I'm getting, I've got something you haven't got yet. I'm at, I'm at costume design and I'm not seeing a lot. Well, that's weird. Uh, maybe the Academy didn't see it. It's uh, entirely possible. Did it get any sort of nomination? It uh, worst no. worst screen couple Razzie for Leonardo DiCaprio oh. and Leonardo DiCaprio. Cute. I like how snarky the Razzies are. Uh, I... <laughs> yep. <laughs> Best costume design for 1998, Shakespeare in Love winner, yeah. Beloved, Elizabeth, Pleasantville, and Velvet Goldmine. Uh, what the fuck is Beloved? Is it the Toni Morrison uh, novel? Oprah yes. Winfrey, Danny Glover. Yeah, it's the Toni Morrison thing. Oh. Directed by Jonathan Demme. Oh, Interesting. Maybe we've got to watch it. Although, yeah, we'll there's a lot... Okay, and... Steve Harvey Watchers in it. Steve Harvey <laughs> Watchers. Uh, yeah, the uh, especially Leo's wardrobe during the Masquerade Ball... Look great. ...is incredible. That, uh, okay. That is, a, that is like a piece of, like, like a costuming, like, masterpiece that you will never be able to recreate something like that. Yeah, the Masquerade scene was... Uh, what, uh, what I was sure the movie was trying to get me to come around on Long Hair Leo. Because I'm like, okay, the, like this looks good. Like the, the gold laurel wreath as the crown. I'm like, okay, th- this, is, this is nice work. I still want to chop that hair, though. Why? Because he looks too much like you? Yes. I don't want to fuck me. Why not? I want to fuck a different man. Would you man. fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> I'd fuck me. I might be the only man I'd fuck. That's not true. Adam no? Driver. <laughs> Damn it. You got me. Steve Rain is easy. <laughs> I, I, would, I would fuck his ideas. Yeah. That he survived 9-11. That he made up a story about being a 9-11 survivor. Which is very funny. Very no, funny. No, again... I love unprompted shit like that. Like, yeah. he didn't have to Nobody say that. Nobody asked him, hey, Steve, were you Are a you 9/11? a 9-11 survivor? Oh, and then he, like, panicked and got put on the spot. No. He just made up a lie and told people. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah, it's like, uh, Steve, what were you doing on uh, September 11th? Well, here's what happened to me. You'll never guess it. Um, the only, the only, yeah, the only note that I have left. Uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. Th- fuck with the slow motion oh the, the and then, like, like it would go the, the low frame rate slow low motion frame rate yeah. Stuff, yeah and like the, it went from low frame rate to no cut 
Yeah. To then just regular Back to training. regular. Yeah, those are some those are some choices. That was weird. That might be why it didn't get nominated for some stuff. Yeah, really off putting. Probably yeah, probably reason it didn't get nominated for editing at the very least. Yeah, really threw me off. Yeah, that was that was weird. Um I oh I loved one line which with Leo this young, I don't know how applicable it was to him then, but it's like they were it's like they weren't asking Louis the Fourteenth question. It's like they were asking future Leonardo right. DiCaprio question. Uh I think D'Artagnan <sighs> says, um you're constantly surrounded by beautiful women. Do you love any of them? I'm like, wow, that was that was that was for Leo the man, yep. not the character. <laughs> also, what's your cap? Uh divide my age in half and minus eight. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> that yeah. Upper left the ceiling. Yeah. And it only goes down from down there. from there. Yeah. Um yeah, Leo and the bitch have the same hair. It's like twins sleeping together. Um, the ultimate taboo. The fucking schnoz on Depardieu. <laughs> which would only <laughs> which would only get bigger over the next twenty four yes. years. Yes. It's amazing. It's it's the, the ninth wonder it's of for the Snort world. Snort and Coke. It is for Snort and Coke. And they did not give me a satisfactory reason as to why Louis didn't just have his younger twin brother killed instead of imprisoned. Because uh, if you kill your twin, they said some weird then thing. You can't commit the ultimate taboo. <laughs> What if in the future he wants to fuck his brother? What if he wants to re? What if he needs to repopulate the earth? How is he gonna? How is how else could he have a pure bloodline other than by creating a baby with his twin brother? Absolutely, that's true. But yeah, they said something about the bloodline needing to be strong. There was no good that was, reason. Yeah, that was real. If vague. you wanted him out of the picture, why you couldn't just kill him? Because he seemed okay with killing other people. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that they really thought that far in advance. Yeah, that seemed like kind of a glaring uh, issue. I did like for all of uh, for what a fucking narc D'Artagnan was at the end of the day he was a mom fucker and I like that he was a mom fucker and, and he was the best of all of us and he was the best of all of us <laughs> uh, and I although I did be, feel like the whole issue could have been avoided entirely if he just like went to Louis the Fourteenth and said uh, I'm fucking your mom I'm your dad now knock it off yeah <laughs> problem solved absolutely yeah Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm the king now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this somehow had even less blood than Three Musketeers for, <laughs> for the sword fighting scenes. And also way less tits, which I didn't like. And less tits. Very true, very true. But more naked man ass yep. with nude Porthos, yep. who was uh, doing his best uh, man called Uve and uh, comedically trying to kill himself for yeah, a, a good yeah, portion yeah. of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Well, his wife died. He was sad. His wife died, and he was sad. Got <laughs> um, to celebrate when your wife dies. It's yeah, and I, 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 I like that they're planned to replace Bad King with his twin brother, and then put the king in the Iron Mask and put him back in the prison. Uh, the the hope the plan worked for all of two minutes <laughs> until D'Artagnan's like, uh, "Well, that, that that guy's not the king. <laughs> he, he's acting different than the king and saying different things." Yeah. Uh, I think there's been some fuckery, and yeah, so I love that. Like, because the whole movie was building up to this plan, and it like could not have and worked immediately for backfired. a shorter amount of time. Immediately backfired. 
Uh, anything else? Uh, why is Malkovich a good guy? Uh, D'Artagnan is a fucking narc. And, uh, oh yeah, then <laughs> at the end where, uh, where good guy, uh, knew Louis, uh, Philippe, uh, cause, uh, Peter Sarsgaard was, uh, Athos' son and uh, Malkovich and, uh, the, the king just basically like sent him to the, even though he was like an officer, sent him to the front lines of battle and he was immediately killed. Uh, and so then, uh, yeah, and then New King uh, just goes to Athos at the end. He's like, basically, like, "Hey, w- w- <laughs> can I be your new son? You want to be my daddy? Yeah, <laughs> I need a daddy. That was you don't a, need a son. I would describe that as an indecent proposal. Yeah. <laughs> Will you be my dad, Athos? Please, yeah. be, please be my daddy. Yeah, that, that was weird, but uh, there you go. Uh, the man." In the Iron Mask, which takes us to the reason we had the lunch we had today, Tampopo, Tampopo. 1985 from Landon. Three minutes into this movie, I'm like, I need to have ramen for lunch tomorrow. Spoiler alert. We did. We did. It was great. It was great. We got extra noodle, kedama. Ramen Danbo, if you live in Vancouver. Or. Or. Some other places. New York. Yeah, or. Or. Japan? Seattle. That makes more sense than... Vancouver, Seattle, New York. The big three. The big three. Yeah. Then get Ramen Danbo. Really nice. Yeah, very good. Really. The best ramen I've had. It might be. It might be the best in town. I would have said Ramen Gojira for a while, but then eventually they, uh, I don't know, fired all their staff, got new staff who were bad, and then the food (laughs) sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I, I really enjoy going to a restaurant where... It's empty, you're the only one there, and they still treat you like garbage because you're white. <laughs> I respect that. I do respect that a lot. So, Tampopo. I like the little intro scene in Tampopo. It was very fun. What just the uh it was was it the the gangster guy who shows up later? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, a gangster type going to the movies. And, uh, and and talking to the camera. Yeah. Uh, I P.S. I would like champagne poured for me at the movies mm-hmm. more often. He, this is also the invention of uh, Dick through the bottom of the popcorn. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it was uh, so small. Unfortunately, that they, they were find Asian, it. so it didn't pan out. But it was a nice idea on paper. <laughs> and then oh, uh, my penis uh, is so small, so small, not like a gigantic uh, American, American penis. penis. Uh, basically goes to a guy in the row behind him who is uh, crinkling little candy wrappers and says, if I hear one of those wrappers during the movie, I'll kill you. (laughs) I'm like, this rocks. Because I had no idea what the movie was, really. I'm like, is it like this sort of like fourth wall thing the whole time? Or, but no, it was just like a, a little intro scene and then we're... Uh, and then we're into the movie, and almost immediately looking at delicious ramen. Oh, so much delicious food. Yeah. Even the bad food still looked good. The bad food looked good. Oh, uh, those noodles are... Can you see the water's not boiling, so those noodles probably aren't going to cook properly. Doesn't matter. Still looks noodles fucking look delicious me, to me. Give me the shit one. I don't care. I like care. a little undercooked noodle. Yeah, I like a firm noodle. A little bit. Yeah, not too... I don't want to crunch like it. I'm not crazy. Noodle. I like a firm butt. Mm-hmm. I like a firm other things. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, 
So yeah, the the story is uh, su- <laughs> super hunk, full head of hair, Ken Watanabe. Yep, and man. other Japanese guy who kind of looks a little bit like a little bit older, Ken Watanabe. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh, there, there was definitely points where I uh, couldn't tell them apart. I mean, one's from definitely a, from a distance. I could tell yeah. them apart. The, the one guy, the main guy, is definitely older than Ken. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a woman trying to open a, a ramen store, uh, played by Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. And then there's a guy at the at at the restaurant uh, who I also believe played by Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. <laughs> yeah. So you get. Um, yeah. So they're like truckers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or like transport guys or something. Emphasis on trans. Uh, yeah, one one of the first notes I make is, "Damn, that ramen looks fucking good." <laughs> and for some reason, I don't like. I shouldn't. I was surprised that ramen looked basically exactly the same in 1985. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why it would be wildly different. You don't like, think they're making any uh, drastic? There have not uh, been scientific a, discoveries. A lot in ramen? of technological advances in ramen. I think it was perfected pretty early in the game, and now yeah. we're just riding out the clock, which yeah. I'm fine with. Yeah, because it's great and I love it. Right. Yeah. So no, no, no notes. Uh, carry on. Perfect. Uh, so they um, they just stop in this yeah it's just by by just happenstance by right yeah. they just stop in this little hole in the wall ramen place and there's a uh, drunk guy causing trouble and uh, and old old Ken Watanabe <laughs> yeah uh, like oh yeah because the guy's like being a dick to the, the yeah, woman to running the, the woman, place the woman who owns it. And they get into a fight, but the drunk guy has boys. Boy. And uh, I guess he puts up a good fight, but there's five of them, so they kick, kick his, his ass. ass. And uh, then he wakes up the next day in the ramen place. And then then he's like, oh, I think I'll uh, forego all my other responsibilities in the world and help you make this a better ramen I'm gonna, place. I'm going to fix your ramen place. <laughs> uh, so the kind of the, argue, the thing is that, like... Her food is fine, but could be better. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to establish like she doesn't suck. Yeah, she's just like, like she's, a very average yeah, cook. Like she doesn't have the expertise or skills to make like yeah. top level ramen. Her husband's dead. Well, of course, as husbands, as husbands tend to do be in Japan. <laughs> uh, the one one note that I wrote about that was uh, the one thing a Japanese woman is supposed to do cook and she kind of sucks at it <laughs> oh for one lady oh for one B- batting zero <laughs> the opposite of rape <laughs> call back to last half episode um yeah so, so they uh so largely the whole movie is um going different places and like finding ways to tweak and improve all the different aspects of yeah. what she's doing occasionally interspersed with sort of little vignettes that don't really apply to the yeah. main plot they're well, just I think other it's just showing things. the people that are like eating the ramen eating ramen 
Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, this person was in this restaurant that we see. What is their life? This. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, this This is the next person. Yeah. So you get, like, so th- you get the gangster back, and uh, he he and his main squeeze, I don't know, have a weird food fetish where they, where just all food is sexualized. Scott, that, that is an understatement. <laughs> that, um, no, you had some thoughts on this. I well, know. so first I wrote that there was a, a noodle training exercise slash mon- montage yes of like pr- getting her ready for like you gotta work real hard real fast yeah and so there was like some running there was just like timing her on cooking things yeah and like mixing and cutting and stuff which was very silly which the the end of which is i don't honestly know if it's intentional or unintentional the funniest thing in the movie it's I, I let your eyes went crazy when I said that because you were trying to remember exactly what it was. I'll tell you exactly what it was. They like they do the whole montage, and then it's which like she's like running laps around his bicycle, and then they they, they the montage finishes basically, and he, and he says a very reasonable question actually. Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. It was so funny. I'm like, yeah, why? <laughs> like, we haven't really established why any of this is happening. Yeah. But I like it. Yep. So, yeah. great. Carry on. Uh, yeah. So, the sex scene, I, I just, my note was, uh, definitely was not expecting such a weirdly passionate, but also a very Japanese sex scene. Yes. So, they, for, uh, one we of the. Got, fir- we got tits. We got some, some flat tits. So, it's uh, pour salt on the nipple. Yep. Then, squeeze half a lime a lemon on it yeah. uh with all of the seeds and then suck it off what the fuck are you doing get those seeds out no seeds idiot no goddamn seeds what you want to grow a plant in your tummy <laughs> idiot and then, which was the least upsetting of the food things uh, yeah were they eels or like I think it was like a I don't like a fucking millipede thing or something. Was it? I don't know. I thought it was like a maybe, f- maybe it was sort of an eel. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, anyway, I, so he it like, wouldn't be the first thing on my list of food sex things to no. do. So he like take yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know, some kind of slimy, long-looking, yeah. wiggly thing. I don't know, a, that, sk- a skink. That he puts under a bowl, a clear bowl. With some liquid on, in it. On her tummy. Yeah. And it, like, squirts, squirrels around, yeah. and she's, like, and laughing. And she gets the giggles. And, like, and, then, the giggles. and then comes. And then, I guess, comes. <laughs> uh, then they decide to uh, <laughs> play Angel's Kiss with an egg. Egg yolk angel's kiss very weird and then also like they so they do it back and forth like five times four times a lot of times yeah and then at the very end she gets it and then like sort of like bites it and then yeah then it like dribbles out her mouth like terry shivo drinking buttermilk (laughs) also if you're not familiar with angel's kisses uh look it up look it up Google search Angel's Kiss. Thank us later. And you'll, uh, yeah, you'll be, I, I, I guarantee you'll like the way you look. I'm going to look <laughs> it up and see what it tells me. <laughs> it's probably just going to give me like the Angel, or the, the Angel. The um, Urban Dictionary? The Urban Dictionary version of it. Angel's Kiss. I think Angel's we'll... Kisses, children's store in Surrey, British Columbia. Oh. All well, right. I've Birth got marks. I've got a plan for us tomorrow. Stork bite? No, none. Uh, yeah, Urban Dictionary is like the fourth uh, one down. Uh, I guess it's also a medical condition where children no. are born with a 
red mark on their face that looks like lips. I Cute. Guess. Um, oh yeah, yeah a, a medical condition, and definitely not the doctor kissing them. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, damn, I was really hoping that I would open Google search and it would just be the first thing. Uh, let's see, d- d- sex thing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Angels kiss. No, the sex thing. Even even then, still still nothing. I guess you guys are gonna have to dig for it. Uh, angels kiss porn. That'll get you there. No. Literally just naked girls. The fuck? Um, essentially it's cum swapping. Yeah. Uh, via mouth. Via your mouth. Yeah. So you go in her mouth, then she puts it in your mouth. Mm. And then you put it back in her mouth, and then she puts it back in your mouth. And then she gets the dribbles at and the end of it. The because, because the man always wins. Because she's, uh, developmentally disabled, <laughs> and you're going to jail. <laughs> There was no consent to any of this. Uh, so is that the? Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's all I have for the sex scene. The, yeah. Then, then it, next comes one of the two most uncomfortable scenes in the movie. But uh, I don't know if it's one or two. I haven't really decided. Uh, that is what the. Do you got? That is the like. I don't, I don't want to say graphic. It's not like graphic, but the fucking dentist scene. Mm. I, I can't watch dentistry. I cannot watch, like, real things going in. Like, you could the sounds of the drill. I've had too much dental work in my in my years to uh, yeah. to even listen to that noise. I just wrote, dentist scene, baff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that that's one or two, and then what's the other one? Two? Or it's some of the food shit. Uh, I like turtles. Oh, yeah. Which is coming up. Yeah, so... Anyway, like uh, as we're about halfway through, I'm I'm thinking myself. I think I like. I think I really like movies with basically no conflict. Because there's no. Yeah, the only conflict really is like the the gangster guy kind of being a jerk a couple times. Yeah, and that's it. But that's like not. But there's not really much interaction. Yeah, Yeah. like there's no there's no antagonist. Yeah, like ninety percent of the movie is just trying to make a better ramen shop. Yeah, like that's the movie. And I liked it. And then I'm, then I'm thinking, like, and I like, you know, like, youth, which is just Michael yeah. Caine and Harvey Keitel walking around and waxing poetic. I'm like, yeah. I really like that movie, too. I don't, I don't, need, I don't need stress in my life. Yeah. <laughs> just, just make me something nice. And this is something nice. Like, I, I loved this movie. Yeah, I too. really, yeah, really liked Absolutely. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I wrote... Uh... Accepting treats from a strange man in a trench coat, you deserve to be molested. Yep. The little girl who uh, wasn't allowed treats and then he gave her ice cream. And then Creep gave her ice cream. <laughs> hey, if you're going to take it, you yeah. deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how about um, how about vacuum cleaner CPR? Yeah. That's fun. That was something. Yeah, so the, so they're in... Yeah, and a lot of it is just... Her, her and them going to other, other ramen, ramen shops and, like, seeing what they do right, seeing what they do wrong, maybe trying to steal their rest. Because sometimes she's a, a little bit sneaky. She's, she did a couple sneaks in this movie. Well, she's a woman and women can't be trusted. Because <laughs> she did one where she tricked the chef into telling her exactly what yeah. he does with the noodles. Because yeah. she went up and complained about her noodles. She's like, you didn't make these as good as usual. Did you, did you maybe not uh, soak them for as long? 
Uh, no, he's like, no, I, I suck them overnight, like I always do. Or did, did you maybe not run them through the press? And I was like, no, I ran them through three times, like I always do. She's like, oh, I guess it's just me. Bye. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good. Pretty smart. Pretty good. Clever girl. And then she like uh, stole a broth recipe. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. And uh, where's so, yeah, that? Oh, yeah. One of the restaurants. Yeah, and there's an uh, an old man with his like younger woman handler who, which I, I don't know, she's not a good handler because she it, just like brings him to the restaurant, tells him what not to do, and then leaves. Yeah, and then he does what she tells him not to do. Well, if you're gonna tell me not to do it. That just makes me want to do it even more. That's true. So he uh, he orders all the things she tells him not to, and then starts choking on them. <laughs> <laughs> so he like collapses to the ground and a couple people go over to like try and help him so they roll him onto his back yeah. and somebody just grabs a shop vac <laughs> and sticks the shop vac in his mouth yep. just to try and suck it out of his throat and it works and it so works. what's your problem and it works. And it works. trust the science until the science changes uh, is it Christian science? It's, it is as always Christian, Christian science, science. So then the old man, who's like a, an old rich guy, uh, yeah, first he just like lends them his chef, yes, which which is good for a round show. And secondly, he's like, let me treat you to some soft shell turtle. And then, and then the we, worst scene of the movie, we are treated to some soft shell turtle oh. as we see a live soft shell turtle being. Stabbed in the neck and immediately bled out so that uh, all the meat stays tender and we can enjoy our soft shell turtle. I uh, didn't like it. And it was it was real. I almost threw up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was 100% real. Yeah. They just, they just killed the turtle. Um, I don't know if you can do that no more. I mean, yeah, Japan. Yeah. They call that one the stinger. They don't let you use that <laughs> one no more. They don't let you use that one no more. Um. Yeah, I didn't love that. I've never had turtle. Apparently, it's delicious. Hmm. And I'm sure a lot of things are delicious if they're cooked correctly. I don't want to try them, man. The... Scott, it's not if they're they're big beef is lying to us about human shape. <laughs> if you eat human, the most they dangerous... want us to eat people. They absolutely yeah yeah. We need to eat people. <laughs> That's the way we call the population. It's like you go and you kill a certain amount of deer or wild boar yeah. every year. We have to start people. doing that with people. We gotta cull people. It want, if you have no living relatives, we get to eat you. That's fair. If you are a lone human being with no bloodline, you yeah. get eaten. All orphans eaten. Eaten. A hundred percent. Yeah. The sweetest meat. The sweetest meat. Orphan meat. The saddest meat. <laughs> Sad means sweet. Yeah. And, like, apparently there is a species of giant tortoise, I think, from the Galapagos or around there, Darwin country, who um, was not given a scientific name for hundreds of years... Because they could never get one back to England to examine mm. without people eating it. Because they were so delicious. Ah. Yeah. 
Interesting. I'm like, damn, I want to try that. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go to someplace weird where they let you eat weird things. Where, where they let you eat. Gee, I don't know. Japan. Endangered tortoises. China. I, I think Asia is usually the way to go. Well, we'll call our friend John China about it and see what he has to say. Uh, the next note I wrote was, uh, so that, so they go not really on a date, but it's kind of a date. A little bit. Uh, the food on the date looks so fucking good. Because it was like Japanese barbecue. Yeah. And like the meat was, oh, it looks so amazing. Yeah. That meat has been, that meat right now is growing trees. Because it's been (laughs) shit out, turned into compost, and now there's... Trees that are 20 years old growing from that meat. Yeah. And it looked so goddamn delicious. Yeah, there's a... Oh man, there is so much, like... I want to have sex with food in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of having sex with food, oh. how about the creepy old lady with the crushing fetish? Love her. She... An old lady goes into a grocery store... Yeah. And just starts mushing. Just molesting food. She molests a peach... That then squirts at her. Yeah. Uh, she then starts molesting, I don't know, like, mm, something else. Like some sort of uh, kind of pie or something. Yeah, pie. Yeah. And, something and the guy running the shop is, like, chasing the, uh, after her to try and stop her. The, the loss prevention officer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's real weird. Like, that's another one of those weird just, just like, little vignettes. Yeah, it's just, like, it's it's just other fun things with food, yeah. basically. Yeah, there's and there's one other where they're doing like an etiquette class at a. Uh, oh, they, they that was spaghetti, not uh, yeah, not was, ramen, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I don't know if it's an Italian restaurant or what. And uh, no yeah, slurping. and and the the woman teaching is like, if you make one fucking slurp sound, you will be executed. <laughs> and then there's just uh, like a sloppy white guy on the other side of the restaurant who is just sucking the shit yeah. out of his dinner. Yeah. And then all the girls in the etiquette class are like, oh, well, he's doing it. And then, and then, and then it's just SlurpCon SlurpCon 85. SlurpCon 85. Write it down. That is <laughs> that is the uh, caption for this half episode. <laughs> And uh, Steve Harvey watchers and, and SlurpCon85. Done. I like that's one less thing I got to do later. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they bring in uh, they bring in uh, Queer Eye for a makeover. They get uh, her all pretty. Her name is Tampopo, also, which yeah. means uh, the name of the movie. Is that what you're trying to get? No, it means something. Anyway. I can't. It's tampon. I was, I was gonna say uh, it's tampon. Tampon pon. Tampon pon. I was gonna say butterfly, but it's not. I think it's something else. That's I think papillon. It, I think it's yeah. In Japanese, <laughs> the Japanese for butterfly is papillon. Uh, I think it might be a flower, but I've forgotten. Uh, luckily, it's irrelevant. Uh, yeah, they bring in queer eye. They get her all prettied up. They get the uh, they get the restaurant all prettied up. Yeah, and... they do a full makeover. Yeah. Then uh, there's a very over the top death scene. <laughs> very like get shot multiple times but wave and flail and run backwards and do a back roll and then get up again and then try to run away and then get shot five more times and then do like some more over the yeah. top flailing and then fall through a railing at a kid's playground or something <laughs> yeah with with yeah the the gangster we've seen a few times he gets you know gunned down gangster style and has a very silly death and uh, and it's uh, yeah that his, his girlfriend's there yeah. and uh, his dying words were what it, it was food related but what was the uh, deal he's like uh, you got 
Was it a recipe? Was it a? Uh... It was. It was instructions on how to cook something properly, wasn't it? Oh yeah, like I think it was a yeah. secret for something that he knew, like. Uh... I don't know. Make sure the noodles boil hot. <laughs> yeah, that was it. This is keep your f- foot off keep the pedal. Your foot off the pedal. Uh, it's bugging me, so I'm gonna look it up. Uh, buh, buh, buh. To to convey his secret recipe for sausages, it, it was the ah. the uh, the intestine the the the, int- the, the pigs. In winter, only eat these sweet potatoes. Yes. So you gotta kill. See? You gotta kill the pig, and then immediately cut out the intestine, which because it, it's just full of sweet potatoes and not poo. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then here's how you cook that, and it's just the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, right, that's right. Yeah. Good dying words. Good dying words. Nice sweet potato sausages. Yep. And uh, then we get to close out the movie. By showing uh, close-up breastfeeding. Yeah, I was. <laughs> final note: all closing credits should be shown over breastfeeding. Well, the if, end. If, if this was Japan, they would be. <laughs> they they would. would be. Yeah, but uh, yeah, a, a movie, a movie I have heard was good and has a Criterion release, obviously, and those are usually good and uh, never got around to so I'm glad I had a reason to watch it because I really 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 liked it me too so nice job Landon I will be purchasing the Criterion at some point hell yeah because I would like to have it maybe if someone uh, wanted to get a late entry for a movie request could maybe send $50 and you could buy it right away but I'd have to split it with you so they'd have to send us $100 you know what go ahead and send us $100 (laughs) Uh, number 8 Bloodsport. 1988's Bloodsport. From Yummy Child. From Yummy Child. Who always makes me say their names. (laughs) Uh, This is the movie that inspired the creating of the game Mortal Kombat. Yes. Which is rad. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, So... I mean, there's a lot of backstory to this. I don't know. Do you want to do the movie first? Yeah. Do we talk about first? Frank Dukes first? Frank Dukes is funnier. Let's talk a bit about the... I mean, the movie's pretty quick. Yeah. To, I mean, I got, a lot, I, I got a lot of notes, but... <laughs> <laughs> my my first note, just as it was starting in all like the, like, the scene setting, I, do, I don't know what... But I'm like, Reagan-era movies like have a vibe, and I'm ashamed to say I kind of like it, or... Uh, or, or maybe it's not even it's not all Reagan era film. maybe it's just canon films because they have kind of a particular aesthetic but I'm like I, I'm, like, I'm, wa- I'm watching this I'm like this is for white men <laughs> straight <laughs> this white is, the, men. these movies are for straight white men so why are we watching the this? end and yeah that's why I'm surprised that I'm into it yeah yeah, it is like it does not have the vibe that it is for gay white cats. <laughs> <laughs> you're not white, you're Indian. <laughs> and you're, I'm Mongolian, so your honor. <laughs> your honor. This tiger is clearly, clearly Indian. Indian. <laughs> 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 you do the head shakes, the hand motions. Um, what you, so yeah, you want to start with him? You want to start with the movie? Let's do the movie. Okay. Uh, so the the beginning well, of the movie there, there's, shows. There's one note that I don't know if I can say. You can say it. Okay. You can say whatever you want. Scott. You know what? You've charged Save me. I'll, <laughs> I'll say it. Uh, so the opening part is sort of showing like all these 
fighter guys around the world doing a training montage. Yeah. Including uh, Chun-Li uh, kicking through blocks of ice. How is that training? <laughs> Sorry, Chun-Li, the Chinese oh. girl from Street Fighter? <laughs> Who does the hurricane yeah, that's kick? The one. That's the one. <laughs> okay. Uh, Did she have little spikies on her wrist she, and and hair palms? She did. Okay. Uh, then that was Chun Li. It was Chun Li, uh, <laughs> and not Bolo Young as Chong Li. the best pecs in movie history. Mister Pectacular. Mister Pectacular yeah. can suck Chong Li's dick. Yeah. Uh, I got some, I got a one interesting thing about him. Oh. So he was in Enter the Dragon, mm-hmm. and this entire character is essentially him just doing things from Bruce Lee movies. Nice. So like spots or like character work or like facials. Yeah, facial, everything is Bruce Lee. He even fights a Bruce Lee type guy he does the one that does like the big flexing with his yep. upper body and then just gets murdered yeah. yeah that was him getting revenge on bruce yep. lee <laughs> yeah. uh but yeah so like he breaks a bunch of ice blocks like how was that training don't know and then there's like the monkey dance fighting guy breaking uh, coconuts uh, here yeah that was the thing i didn't want to say i'm like he's literally a monkey he is though but yeah, but like I'm not being racist. No, they're being racist. They want you to think the racist thing. They made him a monkey. I don't know what else I can say about it. I don't know. I don't know. I heard the only th- the thing I knew about that was that guy who's a Brazilian. Um, okay. When they were like, I guess somebody at some point did research into it. Uh, couldn't find a single thing about what style of fighting he was doing. Monkey. Because it's not capoeira. It's not capoeira. It's, but like, they, they were like, oh, there's like this It's thing. if a monkey did capoeira. Well, there's this thing called like, I think it's like monkey foo or monkey, monkey juju foo or something. Sure. That like, they're like, it's kind Close. of that, but not really. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like a guy doing silly things. Like he he walks on his hands and feet. Yeah. And does like rolls and stuff. Rolls like and a, spins. Like chimpanzees do. Yeah. Yeah. He's black. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize you were... <laughs> well, I can't finish my sentence now that you've said that in the middle. So we'll just leave it. Yeah. Uh, what was up with the Chinese Arab? I don't know. There's lots of mixtures, Scott. Not everybody keeps their bloodline pure. Not everyone. Not everyone fits in your little boxes. <laughs> that was weird because he he was like a, a chic type, but also clearly Chinese, Mexican, and Korean. No, no, that's too far. Too far. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But I like because he went. Did he go to the semifinals? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, when they when they find uh, the the big man uh, Jackson, then the guy goes, uh, uh, Jackson, you really going to Hong Kong? And he says, uh, I love anything full contact. I need some more scars on my face. He's very cool. He's a very cool guy. He's a ogre, ogre. from noted rape movie, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Literally a rape movie. Literally a rape movie. <laughs> uh, I I really enjoy a U.S. special military commander. Who's Belgian? <laughs> it doesn't even try to not be Belgian. Okay, 
Can we talk for a quick sec about flashback to young yes. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Young Jean-Claude Van Damme was such an awful actor. I am 100% convinced that the kid playing young JCVD was making fun of his accent. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that was an American kid yeah. that they told to do Jean-Claude Hey, Van try Damme. to sound like this idiot. Yeah. You see you see this guy with the yeah. weird French German yeah. accent? Do the do, do this, yeah. Can you if you can and don't worry if you can't. But if you can try to sound like a sillier Christopher Lambert. <laughs> 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 If you can swing that, completely accurate. Then great, completely accurate. And guess what? Kid nailed it. Kid nailed it. So uh, this is Jean Claude Van Damme's like first starring role in a movie. Yeah, really made him. So he, yeah, he's a U.S. military commander, but he decides like, yeah, I don't want to be in the military anymore. I'm just gonna like leave. I think I think he still wants to be in. He just wants to go do this and come back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But even that is too much for the military. The military doesn't want him to leave. They don't. So they really uh, don't. he goes back to find his sensei, which is uh, Pat Morita, uh, Lao Che from uh, Temple of Doom. Not Pat Morita. Nope. Is it uh, is it short round from short, Temple? short round? Um, and no, when he no gets time there, for love, Doctor so Van Dam. What, what we learn is that when he's a young young boy, uh, he gets caught br- by trying to steal things from he gets caught, his house. He gets caught jerking off in a Japanese man's house. Yeah, that's that's a bad thing. <laughs> They'd be into that, Scott. I know. Eels. I know. Sorry. He he, he, he gets caught not jerking not off in a Japanese off. man's and house. And that's why he gets punished. How dare you enter so, my domicile and do not uh, beat off. <laughs> beat off. Uh, I wish I had written down what the character's name is, but I guess it doesn't matter. Does Shang Tsung? That's possible. Shao Kahn? Uh, Shere Khan. Shere Khan? Uh, Tanaka. How do I not remember that? Masato so, or Minoru? Who's uh, your guy? Minoru Tanaka. Hot take. Quick wrestling aside. Masato and Minoru Tanaka, two of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. Yeah, I agree. Fight me. No, I agree. Yeah. You're just speaking truth. Dropping truth bombs yeah. on this podcast. And we're back. Uh, so Tanaka is, what he does is he convinces Jean-Claude Van Damme's parents to, like, he'll train him in fighting to like make him a better man yeah. but really he's just using him as a training as a, partner yeah. to train his, train his son, son. Uh, but then what we learn when he goes back to visit his sensei is that his son died of AIDS, died of AIDS. I mean it's 1988 he, it was AIDS right Absolutely. I mean, yeah. It was used to kill minorities and gays. So, and he's one. <laughs> Luckily, his son one, was both. if not both <laughs> yeah. of those. Um, so he goes back to son um, was giving someone the old hairy eyeball down <laughs> at the pub. Uh, so yeah, so he goes and he says that he wants to enter the Kumite to Kumite. Uh, Kumite. Uh, to avenge. Kumite. Ku- sorry. To, to uh, like, you know, like uh, avenge the death of his son. Yeah. Which then Tanaka says, uh, you can't, uh, uh, only Japanese can compete. You yeah. are not Japanese, even though it's in even Hong Kong. The, and there's lots of non-Japanese people. I like the only thing I thought was, I think he means to defend his son's honor. Yeah. He has to be Japanese. I can't have a white but surrogate son. Um, Disgusting. There was a, uh, the... 
the torture split scene was fucking insane. Yeah. And it was especially very gay with the 80 synth music. Very gay. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Van. D- I like a movie guy who has like a signature move. Yeah, which, and how many times do you do it in this movie? Like nine Jean-Claude times. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, I assume that's what got him the movie. Someone saw him yeah. doing the weightlifting while doing the Do you know thing. what he his actual first movie role was? Um, I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say you won't guess it. I'm gonna say he was a thug in Dirty Harry. No. I'm gonna say he was, um, uh, one of the titular Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Close. Okay. (laughs) Not really. He Uh, was a background dancer. Oh, he was a dancer. In... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A break-in. Yes. He is, a and then in. afterwards, he went and found producers, yeah. and was like, "Hey, I can do the fucking splits." And then they're like, "What's we'll, we'll like, movies?" Well, you get to be in movies <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah. They're like, "Oh shit, this guy's the real deal." Hold on, he can do the splits, <laughs> but like th- this scene is fucking like just shows how much of a goddamn beast he is. He's a beast. Like I'll give him that. The the the, the pull up out of the splits, sick. Is, like yeah, there's. Nobody else on the planet that could do that. <laughs> no, he's, he's the only human being that can do that. Yeah, it is pretty well. So yeah, all of his limbs are independently tied, right? Yeah, he's being pulled apart by the ropes. Yeah, and he has to like fight his way like back up to yeah. like proper posture. And he and he's 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 suspended. Yeah. just by those limbs. So he he has no leverage. No, and so he just has to flex and pull himself back up yeah. to like proper strength like posture yeah uh p.s i follow his daughter on instagram she's really hot um then what else did i put uh oh so he uh he meets uh ogre and they like you know they're they're like hey do you want to do do rape and he's like you want to go uh you're gonna go to hong kong like oh i'm going to do the kumite and he goes uh i'm also doing the kumite and they're like cool let's be let's be best friends forever buddies yeah so uh but then I, I was like, uh, a a secret event that everyone appears to everyone know about and everyone about. talks about. Yeah, this is a, the first rule of Kumite is tell everyone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's an like, open secret. Just like like, like Brian Singer. Tell, yeah, yeah. They're just constantly telling everyone about the secret event that they're not supposed yeah. to know about. And like some reporter bitch knows about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just everyone. Yeah, who uh, tries to fuck her way into an invite? Scott, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're not going to try and fuck Jean-Claude Van Damme? I w- I'd do it even if I didn't get the invite. <laughs> um, let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, yeah. So now like he's gone rogue. He's yeah. left the military. So the military police. They send their best men. Send their best men. Uh, one being young Forrest Whitaker. Yep. Uh, and, and a guy. And a, and a white guy. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, there's some very cheesy 80 power, 80s power ballads. For sure. Uh, then when they first get to the thing, uh, they're trying to get in. There's a very old Chinese man who doesn't clearly doesn't speak English, yeah. and he gives them the "Okay USA," and then <laughs> I love they o- follow him in. I love "Okay <laughs> very, USA." Very funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then the, the Kumite essentially is like a uh, single elimination tournament for in any style, kind of no rules. 
like they don't really no establish rules. that there are it's just rules. like bare knuckle fighting. and there's a lot of like groin stuff and like yeah you it's know, like early dirt, UFC fighting yeah. yeah no weight classes yeah. no styles Joe Son Joe Son so is it single elimination or was it round raw I couldn't really um, get a get a know. handle yeah. on what the tournament style I was. think it's supposed to be round robin because because people fought like, and there's a brackets on the wall like it's either a it's either like a like a 128 man single elimination mm. or a less man round robin. I don't know. Yeah. It, I think it was in theory supposed to be a round robin, but it doesn't really follow that metric because you only get to see a certain amount of fights. Exactly. And it's always the same guys. Yeah. So you, it's hard to tell. Um, so uh, uh, Jackson, which is uh, Ogre, yeah. uh, he wins his first fight like pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And then he. Uh, turns around and uh, yells at uh, Chong Lee, the current champion, yeah, for who, no reason. Who last year murdered a man, killed a man, and he's like shit talking the guy. Like you're next, you, you, you yeah, he fucking Goldberg, <laughs> you, you slant-eyed motherfucker. <laughs> it was like, why would you threaten the man yeah. who's killed a guy? Yeah, <laughs> you, unprovoked, you idiot. Like, like Chong Lee is the antagonist of the movie, but he hadn't done anything. No, you didn't <laughs> know he was the bad guy. Yeah. Um. Then. Uh, so during the first the, the first round, uh, the there is very clearly a guy who does not know how to fight for camera. The guy who first fights the monkey fighting guy, who's like throwing these wild like mm. overhand NBA player fighter punches. <laughs> Like, he just clearly does not of, realize how to throw... Bunch to, of Kareem Abdul skyhooks. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just doesn't... He doesn't realize, like, oh, the camera's here. and Maybe I should, like, turn my body to fight. He's mm. just like... Eh, <laughs> eh. Like, it, it looks awful. Yeah. Awful. Um, one, one very cool thing is that uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's fighting gear in this is the Belgian flag. Yes. Because he's got black pants with a yellow and red belt. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, also the German flag. Then uh, the the monkey fighting guy loses to, uh, uh, I don't know, fucking Antonio Inoki with a bear hug. Yep. Uh, and then uh, the next fight is... Is it Jean-Claude Van Damme versus Antonio Inoki? And then he just like be. punches him and in he's the like, dick. The, and he's yeah. like, oh, I guess low blows are legal. Yeah, I guess we can do that. You just can't uh, well. fish hook and uh, eye gouge. Yeah. Or you can do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So then like that round. So and then um, Jackson ends up fighting. Chong Li, yeah. who then he's like, like clearly he's kicking Chong Li's ass. Yeah. But then he has to USA. Got a USA. So he's just like, yeah, I'm a man. With I'm a man. Back to him like a and, goddamn yeah, he's idiot. he's like fucking like, USA, USA, USA. And then turns around and gets his fucking ass kicked. Yeah. Gets put, just like beat to shit. Yeah, put in the hospital. Put in the hospital. He steals his Harley Davidson bandana. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, now he's a bad guy. Now you've crossed the line. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's like that round, and then like while they're waiting to go to the next round, uh, the so the military police have gone to the local police to try and get help, and the local police, surprise, surprise, in an Asian country, are like, I don't know, he's not fucking here. Go, maybe he went to another country. Go find him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not helping you. This is our problem. How? How? Yeah. Uh, but eventually they convince the police to like give him a couple guys to help. Yeah. So they corner Jean Claude Van Damme, who then just like 
very easily dispatches of the local police. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that might lead to more of an international incident. Like oh, an wait. American beating the shit out of Hong Kong police. American. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. for the purpose He beats of... up like four police officers and it's just like, nah, it's cool, whatever. One, one little thing I liked, what the uh, Forrest Whitaker and friend were uh were eating at like an outdoor restaurant when they like got, yes, when they when got they a, go- when they got a tip where he was so they're like oh we gotta go yeah and when they go they stand up and one of their plates uh falls on the ground and then a uh a, like a loose dog comes by and uh and will not touch the chinese yeah. food. well the funny thing about that because is- that would be cannibalism we got him uh, the funny thing about that is uh, if you're a tourist and you go to an Asian country mm-hmm. and uh, you see a restaurant where it's only a bunch of tourists eating there. Don't eat there. Uh, the food shit. Yeah. <laughs> go to where the locals are. Yeah. That's the good stuff. And I do the same thing here. Like we go to the ramen places full of yeah. Asian people, not white people. Where they look at us like we're disgusting pigs. Yeah, but they give us nice food. But they give us nice food. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then after he's beat up the the Hong Kong police and the MPs are like, well, "You're coming back to America with us," uh, he very easily convinces them to let him fight. Yeah, like, it doesn't even take a lot of convincing. He's just like, "Hey, like I can win this tournament and then I'll come back." And they're like, "They're like, yeah, okay. oh well, I guess he makes a fair point." Like, yeah, all right, chill. That's chill. Uh, and then not only that, they also just go to the fights and cheer him on. Yeah, and that's the end of that plot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we get down to the final fight, which obviously is Chong Li and Zhang Van Dam. Couldn't believe it. Uh, at one point, uh, Chong Li just uh, gives him the old sand. He but does. I guess it's hallucinogenic sand or something. I don't know. I think it just really fucked his eyes up. It just made him blind. Yeah, it made him fully blind. For um, a while. But then, yeah, so he he really can't see. Uh, then they. But he also, but he had done some uh, blindfold training. Blindfold training with Tanaka. So, so he knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it gives you one of the like the. The absolute like iconic 80s like actiony things of when he just sort of does like the hulk up yeah of like where he like flexes really hard and just like screams like a crazy person <laughs> yeah and then just kicks his fucking ass <laughs> yeah it was also weird because for every other fight the the fighting surface was just a flat square yeah this and then was, they like, the, the... they did a weird like they turned it into a half pipe yeah for the finals yeah, yeah. i'm like that's I, weird. I think that's a karate thing. I'm oh, not 100%, okay. but I think I'm like, this has to be something, but it's weird yeah, not knowing. I, I think it's something about, like, because, like, pushing off from a higher angle or something yeah. weird like that. But, uh, yeah, kicks his ass, and then just, like, goes back to America. No, uh, Like, all right, guys, I, uh, I told you I, I was cool. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, see ya. Let's go. The end. <laughs> like, no problems. And then we get a, a little uh, text. <laughs> Some text at, at the, the end. end of the great. This uh, this movie is uh, dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters of Afghanistan. No, <laughs> di- different great eighties movie text. <laughs> so this movie is uh, is written uh, or based on uh, and written by I guess. Uh, so Frank Dukes, yeah, uh, spelled D U X, yep. Uh, who was ju- okay? So he was like just. A guy who a guy. showed up in Hollywood mm-hmm. and told everyone that he hey. uh, he just got back from Hong Kong where he won a kumite mm-hmm. and it's a real thing and don't look it up and don't ask anybody about it because nobody's going to tell you anything because it's a secret fighting club that only I know about and I'm the winner. 
Yep. Uh, he also claimed to be a former undercover CIA, CIA operative, but he couldn't tell you what he did. Because it's a or secret. Where he was. What part of undercover and secret is throwing know. you off? I don't know, Scott. A lot of it. All of it. Um, so he like pitched this story to uh, Hollywood execs who were like, this guy's like the ultimate badass. This is the coolest guy the 80s has ever produced. And uh, some of the very, very funny statistics that he not only told them, but also appear on the end credits, uh, that he, uh, he was... Never uh, lost. He was 329-0 and 0 in any... Uh, a formal official fighting uh, yep. thing. Uh, he, a real Hicks and Gracie. He was. He had fifty six knockouts in the Kumite. Yep. He held the record for most consecutive wins in a Kumite with thirty six. Yep. He also uh, had the fastest. fastest knockout by punch at point two one one two two one. But a fraction of a, a second. A fraction of a second, as if they would time punches in a Kumite. <laughs> It's very efficient. Uh, and also, like, maybe, like, one of the fastest n- submissions, maybe they said, or something. Probably. Or, I'm anyway. guessing he has most of the um, records. There is absolutely there no is... proof that Kumite's ever existed. <laughs> no one other than Frank Dukes has ever said there was a Kumite. Uh, also, there is absolutely zero record of him being a CIA. He was a re- Marine re- Reserve yeah. who never left the United States. <laughs> I'm guessing he, maybe he spent, I'll, I'll, look, I'm giving him all kinds of benefits of the doubt. Maybe he spent your a little time in East Asia. Maybe he even found a Ooh. little, not like that. Aww. Not Thailand. Frank Dukes wasn't a uh, sex tourist? And maybe Tyson Dukes? Tyson Dukes, Did yes. he get his name from Frank Dukes? Maybe. Ooh. And maybe he found a little fight club type thing sure. when he was there. And maybe they had a little tournament and he came third. <laughs> That's what I think happened. Yeah. Maybe Frank Dukes is one of the biggest liars in American or, history. Or even he, he same thing. Yeah. He he found an underground fight club. Yeah. He went in, he managed to win the first fight, yeah. then realized that the rules weren't exactly what he thought they were gonna be, and he quit, a yeah. la Steve Blackman, uh, and then said he was undefeated. undefeated. <laughs> that also possible. Yeah. Also quite never possible. Lost. Yeah. Never lost. But He's such a fucking liar. He's such a fucking liar. <laughs> There's also video of him just like doing like karate stuff on like morning talk shows, but yeah. it's all just like uh, like complete physics and magic. Yeah, like none of it is real. So, but like of course, like news anchors are not going to call you out on your shit. Yeah. So they're just like, wow, oh my god, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> Yeah, but any Frank Dukes interviews you can find, you'll enjoy them. Yes. They're all funny. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Bloodsport. Bloodsport. <laughs> also Which, glad that I uh, got to like relive this movie because I do actually genuinely really like it. Oh, it's super fun. Yeah, really, really fun. Yeah. Which brings us to 1990s Meridian Kiss of the Beast slash The Ravaging slash Phantoms, not the Ben Affleck one. Yo, Affleck, you was the bombs and Phantom, yo. You was yo. the bomb and Phantoms. Um, but it's mostly Meridian. That seems mostly to be Meridian, what it's mostly yeah. found under. Uh, from our boy Tommy. Um, Tommy. Number one note, and really the rest after this are superfluous, except one, which is also important. But n- number one with a bullet, I want to fuck Sherilyn Finn in 
half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can, can I be clearer? Now or then? Then. Okay. I want like Twin Peaks, Cheryl and Finn. Hmm. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Why not uh, now? Actually, I think she's fine now, actually. Unless unless I'm wrong and she's a beast now. Look up, Andrew. Look up. <laughs> but, yeah, like early 90s, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, uh, Audrey. Uh, second Audrey of the podcast. Or Aubrey? Aubrey Edwards? Uh, Audrey Edwards. Oh, God damn it. I hate you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, yeah. She's... Uh... I think she's fine now. I, I don't know. She's or she is she she's not fine now. Uh, she's old looking. Yeah, but yeah. What anyway, if I told you not now. Then she was kind of chunky. I don't mind it. All right, more <laughs> pushing, more meat pushing in the seat cushion. Is that a thing, or did you just it, make that up? It was uh, genuinely a pornographic DVD that, that I bought when I was like nineteen. Meat pushing, meat pushing in the seat cushion. All, that is all a, anal. A fun spin on a classic. Yeah, I know. I love uh, it. I believe I still. It's still in my childhood closet at my parents' house. Nice. Yeah. Meat pushing the seat cushion. So Cheryl and Finn inherits a castle. Yep. <laughs> yep. She owns a castle. And the and she her main contact with the castle is a, an older woman caretaker. Yeah. And I'm like, where do I know her from? I'm like, oh, she's the blind bitch from Don't Look Now. I'm like, wait, is Tommy a huge Hillary Mason fan? <laughs> the answer won't surprise you. <laughs> yes. Loves her. I, I hope she shows up in every movie you recommended. <laughs> I mean, she could be in uh, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. I hope she is. <laughs> I guess, yeah. The time frame works out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was interesting to see her twice in two of your movies. Um... But yeah, so she uh, she inherits a castle, and then she's got a friend who's uh, restoring artwork that kind of goes <laughs> fucking nowhere. <laughs> but, but that like oh, you're that, saying that's not a main plot point? Not really. <laughs> but she's doing it the whole movie, and I think it's supposed to be a series of reveals that uh, like none of which land because they they find this like super like this like I don't know 16th century painting and she's like i can restore it and restoring it appears to mean like just uh rubbing the paint and then other paint reveals itself can confirm she's not in it's a mad mad memo oh i like i like that you're looking up um yeah yeah but yeah sorry go ahead no and then uh yeah i don't Uh, it's not even worth bringing up yeah i mean i've got some i got one note on the painting thing okay uh well I just wrote the painting reveals the present. Why? What was the point? That, <laughs> yeah. Even though it revealed the present. We, so that's it. Where that doesn't help anyone. We're in the present. <laughs> yeah. We can look around. It's showing you the thing that's already happening happened. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, what was it for? 
the the first note I wrote was, uh, oh look, a midget Aladdin because he appears from like a tiger mouth or something. Oh yeah, and then also just like a circus. Yeah, sort of a freak show circus. A, a thing. circus appears in her backyard. Um, uh, it sort of was in her backyard, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't occur to me. I like because they didn't like travel to yeah. it. It was just there. <laughs> yeah, her friend was like, "Hey, do you want to go to the circus in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> My own private circus." Um, yeah, I guess, I guess right. we'll go. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, they do some circusy things and then uh they go they go backstage yeah well i i wrote a so like i guess one of the backstories of the of the castle is that it was built or something something, and then somebody did something to kill somebody and then all of the (laughs) the the king turned all of his enemies into stone yeah but then there's some there's some really very weird like, one of them is, like, one guy setting the other guy up for a Walls of Jericho. <laughs> yeah. And then there's another guy that appears to be, like, bending over to present his asshole. Yeah, that one guy was, like, just goat-seeing. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, what were those guys doing when they got turned to stone? I would love to see the moments leading up to those petrifications. What if it's, like... Okay, guys, in five minutes, you're all turning to stone. Start fucking each other. <laughs> Get in a cool pose, because it's this forever. It's this forever. Um, then what did I... Oh, <laughs> I wrote, when they go to see the sideshow thing, yep. it's literally the worst sideshow, because they're all on stage at the same time. It's like three seconds. Like, it's... Seen it, seen it, seen it, seen it, <laughs> done. Move on. It, it could be organized a little it's, better. It's not one at a time. Yeah. It's everybody. Here's everyone. Check them out. Bye. <laughs> it was so poorly orchestrated. Yeah, it, was, it, it seemed like they've been doing it for a while, yeah. too. And they're like, yep, this is the formula. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> that is, that's very true. Uh, yeah, so then uh, they decide to have dinner. They go backstage, invite the freaks to dinner, yeah. and they're like, oh, we couldn't possibly. She's like, come on. And then, yeah, okay, they do. I was uh, I was very much hoping for uh, one of us, one of us. Google yeah. gobble, Google gobble. I do love a good Google gobble. happen. No, too bad. But we did get, I don't know, Italian? Is this Italian? Are there Italians involved? <laughs> they, they could be. Like it's it, a it's it, a full moon picture. It, so Italian Doctor Doom appears. Yeah, yeah, he's Doctor Doomy. Yeah, he's a he's a, a a man in an iron mask. Oh, I hope this one's more entertaining. Me too. P.S. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he appears and sort of like woos her. Meanwhile, the uh, the LP of the group gives her the old Ruhifnal. Yep. Rape drug. Here we go. Straight up rape drug. Rape drug. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he uh, he carries her upstairs into a bedroom. He then removes all of her clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I don't know, does he like get on top of her while fully clothed and then like leave? Or does he have sex with her? I think he might have sex with her. I think he her. also has sex with her. Yeah. So he, while fully clothed, has sex with her. Uh, I also wrote uh, pretty decent tits. Um, pretty decent tits. Then, Scott. What's that? Twins, Basil. <laughs> Twins. 
Then the other twin. A classic switcher. This is the second movie where a twin is forced to wear a mask. That's correct. <laughs> what? We've got a theme. What going. is our life? <laughs> is this real life? Will this be forever? <laughs> so. <laughs> Drew after dentist. Drew after dentist. So the. The the twins tag out. Yep. There's a hot tag. Mm-hmm. So mask twin leaves. Yes. Other twin who uh, appears to maybe be more of a nice guy. He seems he seems chiller. Uh, he comes in. Yeah. And uh, nothing bad happens. Uh, he also rapes her. He also. Uh, he, not only Let's... does he also rape her. Uh, Wolfman's got nards. He uh, <laughs> he tfs into a werewolf. I. I, I just it just had the Notepad app, but I did insist on doing it all caps and a bigger font. <laughs> TF during rape. TF during rape. What is this? The best movie I've ever seen. Where's this movie been all my life? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I actually, to be to be honest, considering how much like horror I watch, bad horror I watch, and like just things about horror I, I read. I'm surprised I had never heard of this. Yeah. I did not on my radar that there was a werewolf TF rape movie. Right? Yeah. That it wasn't made by me in my spare time. Yeah. The, yeah. But regarding the rape, a, a, uh-huh. a, a phrase I find myself saying <laughs> all too often. I mean, yes, she was drugged, but she also seemed like pretty with it-ish I mean, at the time she and she was not she was not saying no she took the knot <laughs> she well she did no, <laughs> she, well like she was alert enough to realize she was having sex yes it's it's not ne- technically a werewolf no it they do only refer to it as a beast well i think this is it's kind of beauty and the beast isn't it it's it's largely largely beauty, and, beauty the and the beast it and like and the beast is it's very werewolfy but they don't say werewolf right. which i appreciate because big dog doesn't have to have its hand in everything Hmm. We can at least keep it a little vague, and it doesn't have to be a fucking dog every time. You'd, you'd prefer a were-jaguar. I'll take a were-jaguar. Yeah. I'll take uh Were-rabbit? Sure. Yeah? A little, uh... Wallace and Gromit? A little Wallace and Gromit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> no tail. Yeah, no tail. So, point, points off on that one. But otherwise, an okay design. Uh yeah, I've seen worse. Yeah, I've seen worse. I thought uh, I like the ears actually. Big big pointy ears. Yeah, big pointy ears. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. That's why he was just a beast and not a wolf. Yeah, so good. And uh, yeah, then from from there it is, it's it's pretty Beauty and the Beasty. Yeah, then it gets very Beauty from the beastie, there. Yeah. So, so basically, the deal is good. Uh, how? Uh, well, I think it's that they they've been cursed. Yeah, and the only way to free them of the curse is that I think I think this is what I, I, I got. Yeah, that the bad brother, the 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 first rapist who's not a beast. Yes, he. I yeah, is, I wrote down a thing. Yeah. He's inherently evil. Like he acts yeah. evil, and the other the uh, good brother, the wolf rapist brother. Yeah, is actually the good guy. Yes, 
Yeah. And he's only raping her to get her to fall in love with him. Which, P.S., works. Well, give me a second. Okay. <laughs> so, he has to rape, he has to get her to he fall in love with him. Look, he has to rape. He has no he choice. Has to fall, he has to get her to fall in love with him so that the curse can be broken and, the, and like, he wants to die. Yes. Because enough, look, yeah. I, I can appreciate that. I'm done with this. <laughs> so he, enough already. He wants her to fall in love with him because the only way for him to die is to be killed by someone he loves. And it, it has to be killed by the lady of the castle. Yes, and right. she has to be and in love. With she has to be in love. Very right. specific right. That, stipulations. That only goes for him, not the brother. Right? Yeah, the brother is all, but he's also cursed. He, but he's just not a beast. Yeah. So anyway, okay. I mean, that might throw a little, a little uh, wrench into my uh, final thought on this. But uh, so the, the. Yeah, so she has to, she, the lady of the house has to be in love with him yes. to kill him. Yeah. And then, ultimately, the, the... Sorry, but, like, is she in love with him, or is it just Stockholm Syndrome? Oh, I mean... Is it that she's been drugged and raped, and now she's sympathizing with her rapist? What is love if not the purest form of Stockholm Syndrome? Hmm... You've you've awakened my inner thoughts. Uh, Makes you think. So yeah, maybe it is love. Yeah. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Exactly. The yeah, and I, I believe if I'm to understand the explanation at the end of the movie correctly, the reason the curse was initially put in place is uh, Lawrence, I believe, the bad brother, mm-hmm. uh, as he described it. Fell in love with a lady that was his daughter. <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> that is my understanding. I thought I thought it was something like, or maybe it was the bo- king's daughter. Both brothers fell in love with a wizard's daughter. Yeah, and during them fighting, she got killed, and the wizard cursed them. Yeah, yeah, but this <laughs> is the way. Fell in love with a yeah. I guess the his didn't re- refer to him, but Lawrence fell in love with a lady that was his daughter. <laughs> was just a weird way to phrase. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I have two notes left. One of them just is ghosts. Yeah. So, uh, for so she had seen, I think, the ghost of the initial girl that both had fallen in love with and then she uh, the ghost disappeared when she tried to show the uh, her caretaker lady and uh, P.S. her caretaker lady is also a fucking ghost (laughs) because when she did something with the fucking painting the the guy said what do you mean she she said this about the picture you mean that woman who died 40 40 years years ago ago? (laughs) I'm like all right, you got me movie Um, yeah, one other note I had uh, pertaining to what we already said. How fucking fast did she fall in love with him after that rape? Yeah. So fast. He's got, he's got the good dick. Got that good wolf got dick. Got that good wolf dick. Yeah. Or not wolf dick. Beast dick. Beast dick. Uh, so the last note... I like, I, Beast is like the uh, the the gender neutral version of were creatures. <laughs> like, hey, he's a were beast. Don't assume he's a wolf. You yeah. don't know. He's a were beast. He's a they them beast. Uh, <laughs> beast. The, yeah, so the only note I had left 
I, you know what? I appreciate your restraint because I know you were thinking it in saying, uh, aren't all they them's beasts? And I'm glad you didn't, oh. even though you were thinking it. Yes. The, the views of Drew ah, yeah, yeah. on the podcast. Hey, you want to turn down that helicopter? We're Why is there a, a plane right outside your window? <laughs> God damn it. Now, you, you ruined the podcast. Let's record. Show's record. Um, yeah, the last note that I wrote... But now, now that we've talked about it, I'm thinking about it. Maybe this note isn't as like relevant or doesn't work because like they they end up getting to the point where uh, Wolf Brother kills Bad Brother. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, the crossbow. But I yeah. So like I just said, you can only be killed by true love of the Lady of the Castle. Yes. Uh, but you can just shoot your brother, and that's good enough. Yeah, maybe the brother isn't even cursed. Maybe I no, but no, but I think they've been alive been a, for a long. Yeah, they've been alive for a long time. Alive for a long time. So yeah. like, only the brother who's a where they them is. <laughs> where they them. <laughs> is I would love to be a where they them. is cursed to be killed by her, but the other guy can be could killed just, at any point. You just kill his so brother. then why wouldn't he have just killed his brother like a thousand years ago? Unclear. Like why did he have to live with him this whole time? Unless he also wanted to commit the ultimate taboo Ooh. while being a beast. Oh. Now you're talking. Yeah, Is that I, of it? I think you've I think you've talked your way out of this. I think I think you've wrapped it all up, and it makes a lot of sense now. Uh, it's very possible. Yeah. My my last note is I I never fucking get the whole beast curse thing. Like, oh, what you get to look more awesome sometimes? Oh no! <laughs> uh, what a fate. Yeah, I always remember thinking like in the original, like the Disney animated one, yeah. like. What's so bad about being this like super strong, Looks super rad. jacked, yeah, like uh, just d- constantly murdering a monster? <laughs> There's nothing bad about what it. What is the downside? Uh, yeah, I, I just don't. I view that movie as a tragedy. When he tf's back to human, yeah. one of the saddest moments in movie history <laughs> of all time, <laughs> of all time. Yeah. That's fucking that's fucking short haired Leo DiCaprio falling off the crate at the, at the end of Titanic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Meridian. That's Meridian. So I think we fucked up. Because we, we, re- we rearranged things. Oh, and we put two of these right back to back. Put two of them right back to back after we moved things so they wouldn't be back to back. Well, that's funny. Because we're stupid. All right. Well, it, here's Tommy's other movie. I hope you enjoyed Back to Back, Tommy. What if, I wonder if he thought we weren't going to do two of his. He'd be crazy to think he that. He'd be crazy to think like that. So our other Tommy movie is 2021's The Scary of 61st, a title I hoped would be explained to me over the course of the movie and sadly was not. The scary. What the fuck? Um, hold on. I'm. I'm. You got something? Oh. You're cooking something up? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't work. I, the wheels were turning, so I appreciate that. You oh, were... I was just trying to figure out why it's the scary. There's no reason. It like. There's literally no way to make it make sense. Yeah. The even way that it is. Even grammatically. Yeah. The you can't have the scary. Scary is an adjective. Um but also I'm just going to I'm I'm going to 
maybe you're going to is... show me as much of your legs as you can. Maybe this is uh, <laughs> maybe this is out of bounds. I don't know. Oh, but uh, judging by the writer, director, and star of this movie, um, maybe she's just fucking retarded. <laughs> maybe Dasha Nekrasova is just a dumb bitch, just a stupid bitch. I mean, look, if you could, <laughs> if you could fuck anyone from Cumtown, and that's you... not Nick. No, anyone. Oh, okay. Nick's on the board. Nick's on the board. Hmm. And you chose <laughs> Adam Friedland. <laughs> That's the kind of person we're talking about. Because yeah. I assume she had her pick. I don't know if Nick would have. <laughs> no. But the rest of them, yeah. Star Wars would have. Yeah. Yeah, because she's a human woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so this was kind of a serendipitous movie pick because Tommy had no idea... That uh, that do- that writer, that co-writer, co-director, no, co-writer, sole director, yeah. and co-star, yeah. Dasha Nekrasova, is Cometown adjacent. Yeah. I think he just picked it because I think it's Epstein related. Yes. Which, uh, you know, a good enough reason in and of itself. Sure. <laughs> but added bonus of uh, Cometown host Adam Friedland's ex-fiance, and noted bitch with a leftist podcast. Who is getting, like, too many legitimate acting roles. Like, she's on Succession and some other shit. Playing a pig. Playing, yeah. <laughs> oh, I play the pig on Succession. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm one of the pigs in the background on Succession. <laughs> background pig. Background pig. Yeah, I don't... Look... I don't like to uh, go after people's looks, even though I'm gorgeous and could. I, you know what? I will say this. You are very handsome. Thank Andrew. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to say mean things. About you. <laughs> Just because you're handsome doesn't mean I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> Scott, I've, write, hurt, I've hurt prettier write, people than you. Write, Write, write that down. I'm not going to use it for the description. That's just a sentence I want to remember. Just, just because you're handsome doesn't mean I'm not going to hurt you. Wow, that doesn't sum up Drew. But I don't like the way Dasha looks. No, me neither. She's got a pig nose. She's got a very prominent mole on her chin. That's distracting. And I, th- I think above all, and I, this I don't mind picking at, because this is easily fixable, resting bitch face. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care for it. She's, she seems like a generally unpleasant person, which does fit uh, Adam Freeland's dating model. Date and time. <laughs> date and time thank you it's it's official we'll we'll put it we'll put it on the gold record <laughs> so yeah so we're even well here's the thing it's bad it's really bad it is it's really bad it is like I'm guessing you haven't seen it, Tommy. I'm guessing you saw it was an Epstein movie and recommended it. I'm gonna assume that also yeah but he sent me a message. Uh, was it explicitly pornographic? No. Okay. Uh, he said, "Oh, Dan." Oh, no. He said, "Uh, haha. Legit wouldn't know where the scary of sixty first would sit with you." And uh, hmm. that's it. Well, because I poorly letterbox reviewed it and he read it, uh, which I've been trying not to do. 
I've been trying not to put any of them up before, before the podcast. Gotcha. Just in case, like, somebody sees it. Uh, so I'll just read you my review of it. Hit me. Um, stop calling this ambitious. <laughs> this is what happened when someone gets minor success on something else and thinks they have creativity and can do anything they want. <laughs> One half of a star. Very nice. There, what was, there was one other real... This is uh, Eyes Wide Shut for Women with Brain Damage. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I really like that. Also, there was Rest in Peace, R slash Come Town. Yep. You would have loved the scary of 61st. Absolutely. Yeah. It... I guess it's an exploitation movie where... I don't know. White women are being are the ones being exploited. <laughs> I'm not. I don't listen. First of all, mm-hmm. Tommy, go fuck yourself. No, no. I mean, you, the, at least you're the, lucky. You're lucky. Le, look, fella. <laughs> listen here, fella. You're lucky. You built up so much goodwill <laughs> with Cheryl and Fenn and TF rape. That, is that we could stomach this. That is true. What I was going to say, at least you picked one that has the possibility of interesting dialogue and funny jokes. You didn't fuck up. Yes. Unlike people who did fuck up. (laughs) You picked something that is like has potential. Yeah. That that being said, I'm not going to try and dissect the thought process of this movie because it was... This movie made me a conservative Republican. <laughs> this movie Women made me... Women shouldn't make movies. I, from going forward, I am anti-abortion. Okay. Anti-gay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Texas to vote against trans rights. Okay. And... Get out of my bathrooms. P.S. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right now. Okay. You, Scott Hansen, you, I'm going to kill, kill you right now. <laughs> okay. No, I don't want to, like... You can sit here and be like, "Oh, like uh, yeah, this this oh, it's so brave. Oh, you took you took this it's very not. sensitive topic and you turned it into a movie that's really bad and shot very poorly in your apartment." <laughs> there were so many shots where there was a hair on the camera, <laughs> the lens. There was hair on the so lens. many. And Scott was like, "Maybe you have a dirty TV." I'm like, "No, because it's only in half of the shots." Yeah, when they cut, I'm like, "Oh, well, the, I guess there's not a crack in your TV. Yeah. I guess it's a fucking hair on the." lens so here's the fucking gist of the movie so these two young bohemians uh who i thought were fucking dykes um one or both or the entire cast of the movie may be autistic there's yeah everybody in the movie is on the spectrum there's like a through line of high functioning autism in this movie (laughs) absolutely um so two girls are moving into an apartment in New York. I will say one of them very hot. Except until for I, she I lost complete interest in her until she about halfway through. Humiliated herself. Yes. Yes. Um, she she started hot. So I, I never want to see her again. Never. No. And don't worry, Scott. I don't think you're gonna see. Not, her not gonna see a lot of uh, Betsy DeVos. I, don't know. I was gonna say Betsy DeVos. Oh, what other Betsy For, former secretary of education? Betsy, Betsy Russell. Betsy Ross, she sold the flag. 
Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so the yeah, they're they're moving into an apartment in New York, and there's like some, on sixty first. There's like some weird vibe in the apartment. Yeah, and uh, the first night they go to sleep, uh, one of them sleeps uh, on an air mattress in the basement, and she oh, there was like a fucking really stupid line when they were like, "You're gonna have to narrow it down, Drew." <laughs> So they were drinking White Claw, warm White Claw. Room temp. Room temp. And the the hotter of the two, the, oh, sorry, not the hotter of the two, because the other one's ugly. The hot <laughs> one says, hey, can I sleep in your bed tonight? Oh, and yeah. And she says, I'm not drunk enough to sleep with a woman. I'm not, no, I'm not drunk enough to share a bed oh, with someone. Share a bed with someone, especially someone who's drunk and on drugs. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait, you, sorry. What? You, only share a bed when you're drunk? What? <laughs> like, that does, doesn't make any sense. I'm so, not a big consent kind of girl. No. So they sleep separately, and the attractive one uh, starts, like, having, like, a weird sex dream. Yeah. Like, she's being, like, she's being molested oh, is she, is she wearing, by an entity. Is she wearing a t-shirt that uh, is the, the Hollywood sign, but instead it says sisterhood? Cool. You betcha. Sick. Rad. <laughs> w- women women empowerment. I love it so much. Um, hashtag yes all women. Uh, hashtag justice for Johnny, so I can remember it in two weeks. You, you uh, <clears throat> um... So then, yeah, a, a a a person shows up who claims to be a realtor. No, uh, the fuck is Dasha's character? What the fuck is Dasha's character? She's just a bitch. She shows who's... up and says she's something. Yeah, and then when she gets in the apartment, she just like starts spilling the beans to the other ugly one. That like. <laughs> Oh, well, this apartment used to be owned by Jeffrey Epstein and a bunch of stuff happened here. It's literally Teen Girl Squad from Homestar Runner. (laughs) It's Cheerleader, What's-Her-Face, and The Ugly One. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Except for there's two ugly ones. Yeah. Um, I'm giving too much credit to What's-Her-Face. The very first scene is she comes in the house, and the ugly one, her bed stinks. (laughs) So she's cleaning the the sheets off the mattress, and there's, like, blood and cum stains on the mattress. Yeah. And Dasha walks in, immediately sees it, and has to go vomit has to go in the bathroom. Wretch in the toilet. And then when she goes to like give her water and stuff, and she's like, Epstein owned this house, and hey, I don't know, he probably like literally the dialogue is, I mean, he must he maybe he kept his slaves here or he, had their orgies. Or had their orgies. Or, orgy flop house. Orgy flop house. Like, yeah. oh mm, cool. Cool dialogue. Um so, the, P.S. All of the dialogue, dog shit. Oh, it's it's some of the worst written dialogue. Like it's not how human beings speak. Yeah, it's how like you would read somebody type something on a, a subreddit. Yeah. So the entire thing of the movie is she doesn't believe that Epstein killed himself. She thinks that the Clinton Foundation, the Clinton crime family, crime family, yes. had him killed. Uh, Which, they, look, even a broken clock is right twice yeah, a day. Correct. The movie got one correct. thing right. Hey, you ain't cheating, especially if they're 12. <laughs> uh, so she, uh, she... So they recreate the supposed uh, hanging yourself. Yeah. Which uh, doesn't work. And but, like, in the context of the movie, what if it had? Then just Dasha's dead? Good. <laughs> Fuck her. One less Dasha. One less bitch. Um, she... 
yeah. So, like, the rest of the movie is that the attractive one then begins to start acting weird while Dasha and the other ugly one um, decide to, like, go do more investigation into, like, yeah. the, the details of Epstein owning this apartment. And mm-hmm. they go in and they find tarot cards in the apartment and they're like, we got to go figure out what these are. And, like, spoiler alert, they're the black arts. And then they're doing evil things in a zebra room. And then uh, there's also a hilarious drone shots of the actual island which was very very funny and uh which probably right little saint james looks beautiful like it might be the most beautiful island in the world i want to go to there i uh, me too they got popcorn on the plane i want to go to there (laughs) popcorn that was what led to the i want to go to there there. yeah yeah. (laughs) but like it might be the most beautiful uh, island in the world. I'd like a meatball sub, extra bread. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can, 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 no, I got no, you. I'm done. I'm done. This podcast is over. <laughs> Please continue extolling the virtues of Little St. James Island. The jewel of the U.S. Virgin Islands. But like... The water looks perfect. Ugh. The beaches look perfect. Yeah. The layout of the island looks incredible. The temple. I mean, the temple alone. <laughs> I mean, it's got beds in there. The pièce de résistance. It's got, it's beds, got beds. It's got the scary owl statue. Yeah. It's, it's got the works. It's got everything. But yeah, man, it does look like a beautiful fucking island. Yeah. It, wonder... it deserves so much better than its 1.3 star Google rating. I hope they turn it... <laughs> Into a Holocaust museum esque, like they're like, this is where all these children were murdered and killed. Everybody, come see it. Look I'd all, go. Look at all those shoes. I'd go. I would absolutely. I go. would absolutely go. No question. Yep. I wonder if it's for sale. Yeah. I mean, also, the- do you get put on a list if you Google Maps search Little St. James? Oh, sure. Hope not. <laughs> How do you think I knew what the rating was? Yeah, I mean that's true. Uh, oh, there it is. Aw, look at it. It's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. Great St. James is right next door. You don't let the size fool you. Little's the nicer one. I think it's technically part of... Oh, yeah, no, there's the line. I was going to say, is it part of the British Virgin Islands? No, I think it's... it's no, the, on, like, the, the line the, dividing them is... The U.S.-British line, yeah. You know what? It's not that far from Columbia, and I'm going to Columbia, so... Hey. Take a trip. Maybe I'll take a trip. Oh, I was in the Dominican, too. I could have gone there. You've had so many fucking chances to go to Little St. James Island. Damn and you it. keep blowing it. Damn it. Um, anyways, so they, the rest of the movie is, yeah. So the hot one then starts to act, like, very weird. And then she starts to, she has sex with her boyfriend. Yeah. And her boyfriend. <laughs> her boyfriend. Well, that's after. Okay. Yeah, that's after. <laughs> So they're doing it. Um, One thing, just in terms of the way the boyfriend talks, and more generally, um, Dasha writes men the way the dumbest men write women, and also she writes women that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they. She starts. Oh, so they're gonna. They have sex. And they are doing it like she's face down, he's on top of her from behind. Paws down, tail up, that's Pre- the way you like to fuck? Presumably in her vagina, but it could be in her butt. Yeah. I'm not here. Butt was on the table. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your life. Yeah. 
Um, you better fucking sell this coming up, by the way. Oh, so <laughs> they're, you know, they're like kind of getting, they're really getting into it. And uh, she starts telling him to like, you know, kind of like get more like, you know, a little bit more uh, thrusty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she, uh, she uh, very slowly sticks her thumb in her mouth. Mm-hmm. And then asks him, how old am I? And he says, and he uh, says her 20, actual age. 26. 26. And then she goes, no. And he goes, oh, 25. And then she goes, no. Younger. I want to be younger. So I'm then like, he says, oh, oh, you're 18. 18. Like, oh, 18. 18 you're so and tight. legal. You're so tight for 18. Like, uh. And then she goes, no, I want to be 13. And he goes, what the fuck? I believe the line was Fuck me like oh, I'm 13. Fuck me like I'm 13. Uh, and the guy's like, I don't, I'm not having fun He's anymore. like, no, I'm, I'm done. He gets off her and then she goes, yeah. and then she like snaps out of her. She's like, no, like what? You don't want to finish? And he's like, no, I'm I not, will, no, I will finish myself. Yeah, I'm thank not you. fucking down with this. Get the fuck out. I have yeah. to go to work in the morning. I am not okay with this. I will make my own cums. And by the way, uh, that's one, uh, that's my new uh, YouTube uh, clickbait video. Uh, one cool trick that women don't want you to know. Uh, you can just finish yourself off <laughs> you can come whenever you want yeah you can make your own cums yeah. cummies and i would prefer no. them not to be cummies well cummies on my tummies mm. gross um and yeah so then she like has no memory of it and then she gets uh, first of all where where did she get them from she gets all of these vintage collectibles of Prince, Prince Andrew's Andrew wedding. Memorabilia. And then just all of these newspaper clippings and photographs. Yeah. But, like, where? Where is a store in New York that you can just go to and get things from I don't know, because the, the his... little spoon was, was sent in a package. So, uh, eBay. I guess. Yeah, maybe that, <laughs> maybe that does make sense, I guess. I, I guess. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Um... And she starts like licking and spitting on. I I, I loved when she kissed the the like magazine picture of yeah. Prince Andrew. I'm like I'm into this. Yeah. Like every like every time I wanted to turn the movie off, a little something would win me it back would take a bit. You back of goodwill. In. Like fuck me like I'm 13. Got it like 15 minutes of goodwill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 13 minutes of goodwill. <laughs> Maybe one minute per year yeah. old. And then yeah, then the Prince Andrew fucking. I'm like ah, oh, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, so she did, she did this. She starts like rubbing the pictures on her crotch. She's wearing like little girl panties. Yep. Uh, then she's like, yeah. So she like comes and then rubs it all over his picture on the wall. Yep. 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 But then she goes full- like, you've never done a cum tribute, Drew. Grow up. Not to Prince Andrew. Drew. Not to Prince Andrew. Prince Charles. Yes. Prince William. I like big ears. <laughs> Like big ears and bad teeth. Queen Anne. Queen Anne. Uh, so then, but then she decides to go full blown autistic and start hitting and punching pictures of Sarah Ferguson of <laughs> Poor Fergie. of York, whatever the fuck her <laughs> yeah. official title is. So like Prince Andrew's wife, and she starts like yelling and like yeah. making like whiny, fussy little kid noises, yeah. and hitting them. Yeah. Also, I think Dasha might have forgotten what thirteen-year-olds act like if she is in fact 
portraying a 13-year-old? Well, if she watched Cuties, she would know what a what an 11-year-old acts like. <laughs> Young girls so, are very grown up these days. Very, very grown up, very complicated, very complex. It feels like a hundred years since we talked about Cuties. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my God. It has been five hours. We did it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and then... Uh, I don't know. I don't know that there's even really that much more to talk about. Like yeah, she, so, so she she's, uses a like a commemorative bell, bell, like a porcelain bell, yeah. as a dildo betcha. that then makes her bleed. Yeah, she then smears the blood all over pictures of uh, Fergie. Sarah, uh, Fergie. <laughs> Um, Pre-Black Eyed Peas. Pre-Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Uh, and then also not post-Black Eyed Peas, because they kicked her out because she's a bitch. Correct. Um, but then, like, she starts acting like a complete child. Yeah. Like, not not like a 13-year-old. A baby. Like, like, like yeah, like a three-year-old. Yeah. She really does not. And, like, then th- at that point, I turned to Scott, and I was just like, how fucking embarrassing. Like, yeah, it was. Why would you? How? How do you live with yourself yeah. acting Yeah, like what she that? had to do was humiliating. Like, I hope she, like, just completely disassociated. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all three, like, she, the other two are just Dasha's friends. Gotta be. Like, she just, like, hired her friends. Maybe it's, I don't know, I don't, I don't know who the other bitch is from the Red Scare podcast. Maybe it's her, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, then she... Uh, what, I, I, what even fucking happens? Like, oh, so like they're concerned. They see her like on the street. Yeah, and she like, and she, and she's dressed exactly like the the girl in the famous picture with Prince Andrew that he says he that he said he never ever met in an interview for the BBC. <laughs> you fucking idiot, Prince Andrew! You're so stupid. You, idiot. you stupid bitch! You're Why would you ever dog. do that interview? You could have said no. It was the most damning interview yeah. anyone has ever given ever. in the history of media. Ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, R. So, Kelly looked less guilty than you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, guys. If you haven't seen the Prince Andrew interview, oh, do yourselves a favor. Yeah, do Prince Andrew. Okay, Prince Andrew, Frank Dukes. These are the interviews <laughs> to look up. This is your homework. That's your homework. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, they see her on the street, and then they're like, "Oh, like I'm really concerned. Like, well, should we talk to her mom?" And they're like, "No, her mom would never like. She's not really supportive of her." And her dad. And then they're like, "Oh, how about her dad?" Like, "Oh, well, her dad's a pedophile." <laughs> Like, wait, what? Oh, that was <laughs> that news. That just came out of nowhere. And then they're like, well, how about her boyfriend? Or how about, uh... How about Greg? Who's Greg? that? Who's Greg? Oh, that's her boyfriend. Oh, the faggot? <laughs> <laughs> Their word's not ours. Like, they say they say the F word four times in this movie. And they dropped a couple Greg. retards, too. And a couple retards, yeah. yeah. Two hard R's and four hard F's. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, so... <laughs> And, it's like, oh, and then I, for the rest of the movie, they keep calling the boyfriend gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though he's like very clearly not. He fucked the girl. And he That's also tried to fuck the thing. other girl at yeah. his work. <laughs> if anything, he's a poon hound. Yeah. Unless he's so gay, he's covering it up by being a poon hound. I mean, it's happened before. Mm, it's very possible. Um, Dad on the Brady Bunch. Yes. And then what happened to him? The 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> he should have used more green condoms. He got he got young Tanaka. <laughs> yeah, young Tanaka. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like then, spin off then... from Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite show. Uh, so yeah, she she then goes into the basement, which is like a so z- weird, weird zebra, zebra room. room. <laughs> 
And uh, she's like having a freak out about, I don't know, Prince Andrew. She's having a day. And uh, then the then Dasha comes. There's also a scene earlier when she went to like Epstein's mansion in, I don't know if it's yes. Midtown or whatever, and has a full jerk off on the front steps. Yes. Yes. That was fun. And then Dasha and the ugly one go through his, like, sneak his mail, even though, why would he still be getting mail? Why is there still mail in the slot that you can get with your hand? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, and then uh, they both are drinking their uh, their woke juice. Which is literally just like uh, Adderall taken out of the capsule and shaken into water. Yeah, but that's the woke juice. Gotta keep yourself alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stay woke. Then... Um, yeah, so Dasha comes and finds her in the basement, and uh, then she's like gets into a kerfuffle with her. Yeah, and she gets uh, she gets slapped. Thank you, thank you for saying kerfuffle and not kerfluffle, Brian Alvarez. If you're listening, listen, bloke. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy. I can't think of how to say words, words. correctly. Uh, kerfuffle. Uh, I'm, she... a, I'm a 54 year old man with two children under age five. Yeah. Uh, she gives her a nice, uh, a nice delicate slap, which then immediately, and then, and then shakes her a little bit, like, yeah. a, like a baby. Yeah, and we're then, like, is that supposed to, I hope that's not supposed to kill her. <laughs> and then she's out cold. <laughs> yeah, but she is unconscious. But then the ugly one shows up. Fucking stabs her. And stabs the ever-loving shit. And, and we were yelling, we're like, that's your fucking friend. Even if she's possessed. Yeah, shouldn't you what try to get her doing? unpossessed before we we resort to murder? Yeah, it turns out it wasn't her friend. <laughs> it turns out she's uh, yeah. part of the the uh, pedophilic elite. Who isn't? Uh, maybe she was a recruiter. Maybe she was the girl from Smallville. Maybe... Oh, I love... I love an Allison Mack. Allison Mack. Love her. I used to be really into her. Uh, and now you're more into her? No, more into her. Now, now that, that she's you, in prison. Now that she... Now that you know she made other women brand her initials onto their vaginas? Yep. Pretty cool. Pretty sick. Tight yeah. move. Tight move. Tight move. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then Dasha wakes up and... Uh, uh, murders the ugly girl. Yep. Then uh, runs away and runs to Greg's uh, work, and then says, "Hey, faggot, <laughs> your girlfriend's dead. You need to come with me right now." And he goes, "What are you talking hey, about? She's gay dead. man. I got news hey, about your girlfriend. I said faggot that your girlfriend's dead. You have to come with me right now." And then he's like, kind of like looking at her, and then she just sort of does like, "Oh yeah, she had, she had like a big like unintelligible cry talk." Yeah, like. But, like, not even acting. Just, like, making mouth noises. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they run back to the apartment. Yeah. Uh, she's not... Like, not only is the dead girlfriend not there anymore, and there's no blood in the zebra room's gone, but yeah. the ugly girl's gone, and there's no blood. And so then he just says, Listen, you fucking dumb, retarded bitch. Maybe you should get some fucking <laughs> Again, help. these are all their words. Yeah, yeah. Like, this, I mean, not, we we agree with their yeah, words, yeah, yeah. but we're but not these putting are their words in their mouth. Yeah, we're not we, saying. They're, they're, these are their exact words. Words. We're quoting. Like, like when I say shame on... <laughs> I'm quoting the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. I'm not saying it myself. Didn't uh, Serge Tankian say in a song? Didn't they do a cover of that? He's Armenian, it? and that's close that's enough. That's the Blacks of Eastern The Blacks of Europe. Turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, 
um, yeah, then the house is clean, and then uh, there's... Oh, we also missed that there was a fake... There was a... Yeah, the, uh, Dasha thought they were being watched. Yeah. And a couple times they showed, like, clearly a fake Ghislaine Maxwell uh, just lurking in the shadows. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Very angular woman. Yeah. Sharp. Sharp features. Very sharp. Yeah. Very, very sharp. Also, helped a pedophile. Yeah. And that was it, right? That was it. And then th- there was a, a dedication at the end that said for Stain. <laughs> and we're like, if that said for Jeff, all is forgiven. I would have been so happy five out if of that five. said for Jeff. Yeah. Because clearly it's like, an- it's anti he killed himself. Yep. Uh, so like, that's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, I've been saying he didn't kill himself since day one. I think I, anyone who knows how killing yourself works has been saying it. Oh, sorry. The uh, and like the, the cam, the security camera did. Uh, it, it went into auto maintenance mode. And like the fucking balls. I don't know if you remember. They tried it once. Yeah. And it didn't work. Didn't work. And then they did it again. <laughs> the yeah. fucking brazenness of it. <laughs> the balls. The balls and nobody cared. No. That's amazing. And then, But then people started caring a little bit, so then we had to do COVID. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got to get a focus off this. What do we do? Uh, I don't know. Make up a global pandemic that doesn't, isn't real. Make everybody wear some masks. And we're demonetized. Are you fucking joking me? Did you find some news? Well, it's wrestling. Drew, do you have, do you have breaking it's the news? It's breaking wrestling news. It's not going to matter to the podcast. So well, let's break, podcast. break it. We have breaking news from uh, three days ago. Uh, Sami Zayn is no longer the Intercontinental Champion. Oh, sad. He lost the IC title to, to Ricochet. Weird. I mean, Sami Zayn Ricochet is a good match. Yeah. I bet they go six minutes and don't eight. do much. Ooh, the big, the big eight. Well, cool. I guess uh, Ricochet is the next guy who they're trying to get not to quit. How long do you think the other matches on the show went? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know. Two. Two. Main event went three. Oh. And uh, the tag team title match went, also went eight. Oh, big night. Yeah. And there's your smack, There's your WWE Smackdown live on Fox report. Three minutes of wrestling. Oh, no. Two hour show by my count? Two hour show. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty fucking good well, i'm excited well also, guys check out smackdown three days ago. also hmm? it might be pat mcafee versus um cory graves <laughs> what yeah okay i don't know if it's true but that's that's what they're talking about well look you got it look no, okay well we got too much to do we're, <laughs> worry about, we're talking about fucking wrestling uh that, that brings us to the main event for this second part of the episode. L- less pedophile talk, except for a little bit of pedophile talk. A little bit. 1998's... 2001. 2001's <laughs> Rat Race. Is that the... Is that the movie about Jewish people? <laughs> ah, there, look, there are at least two, if not three, in this movie. Uh, Yep. Also, shout out to Dylan and Derek who picked this and did a good job. Yeah, thank you. I was saying to Scott uh, off air that like I saw this in 2003 probably, and I'm glad that I rewatched it. Yeah, because I, I, I would have just gone like, oh, I've seen it because you're gonna do like a, a, a breeze through refresh. Yeah, but like, yeah. I actually sat down and watched the whole thing, and they're like, there were so many jokes that I don't think I got when I was 
uh, 17. 27. <laughs> yeah. When I was 17, but also, like, didn't remember, like, any of them happening. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed rewatching this. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, quite a if, cast. If anyone is familiar with this movie, uh, we then turn off the podcast. You're done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're not familiar with this podcast. The bargain is completed. Uh, so, it is, uh, yeah, it's like a huge ensemble of like B level stars and a couple of minor. Yeah. Ace? I don't know. Not even minor Ace. But like, it's a lot. It's all B stars. It's lots of people you know. Tons of people you know. Yeah. Uh, so the story is kind of like it's set in Vegas to start, mm-hmm. and it's just sort of like uh, you know you, you're, you're meeting a bunch of people, a bunch of characters who are all at varying like low points in their life. You got uh, so I, I, my first note is Franklin Andor Bash appears, and uh, Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer is classic year 2000 handsome in this movie yeah he is yeah 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 um and then i just wrote uh how many times has the i didn't rent porn gag been done 30 40 times yes but this was the first i don't know if that's true i think i think they did it in a vacation no i i think 2001 was the first time they did the i didn't rent porn at the hotel okay Uh, so then there's like groundbreaking. A, there's like a big long scene of like naming the title of the movie, which giving th- details of the title, which of was the movie. actually funny because it was like Afro sluts four, yeah, and there was a black family behind him. Yes, that was fun. Yes, and then also like he was saying, like he was arguing he didn't rent it, so then he was like, "Can you just wipe it from my record?" And she's like, "Well, it's not a record; it's just a bill." And he's like, it's "Yeah, a- but can you wipe it?" And she goes, "Okay." Oosh, it's white. <laughs> like, that was pretty funny. Uh, and then he he was, like, yeah. trying to get her to, like, take it off his bill. And she was, like, reading the description of the porno. Yeah. And he was like, no, I don't want to know what it's about. I don't want to pay for it. But I guess the idea is that he he's going to eventually run for some kind of posi- office position. Yeah. And he wants to have a clean wants slate. To be clean. Which is why he doesn't gamble. Yeah. So he's there for his he's friend's at a bachelor party. Yeah, he's for, yeah. there for his friend's bachelor party. But he's a pussy. So yeah, and he's told. So he wants to leave because he wants to go back to Chicago because he's got lawyering to do because he's Franklin or Bash. He is Franklin or Bash. I couldn't which one he is, but mm. is he also Rizzoli and Isles? I think he's uh I think he's just just Isles. Mm. Is he is he McMillan or wife? He's wife. <laughs> okay. Uh, then the next one I wrote is, uh... Is he Scarecrow or Mrs. King? Can... <laughs> could I... Can I, How more obscure can I go... Cut deeper. ...with these references? Is he I, McCabe or Mrs. Miller? There you go. Um... Get him something for the 70s. Uh, no, the only other one I got is Cagney or Lacey, and that's too ma- too mainstream for this crowd. Uh, uh, the next one I wrote is, like, man, what happened... To Cuba Gooding Jr. Don't know. Like, he's got so much charisma and really energy, does. and he's handsome and funny, and he can break dance. And he's, okay, and he he's can, probably got good dick. He can break dance like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was impressive. Because that it was Cuba. Yeah, absolutely Cuba. Um, although, I guess he's in the right, like, uh, time frame to have been good at break dancing. Like, yeah. like growing up in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. yeah. And he's, um, he's probably not that old in 2001. No. But yeah, like, man, what... 
like what ha- what happened? To, let me let me answer your question with another statement. With this, let me answer your question with an answer, <laughs> and that answer consists of two movies, each with two words with four letters each: Snow Dogs and Boat Trip. That's what happened to Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, but I, I feel like yes, that that's hard. People do bombs all the time, though. But like, I think people weren't ready for something. Must have happened, right? He did a kid, or he didn't did a kid. No, I don't think and the, so. Um, no, he, no, and that's the problem. Oh, and the Hollywood elite said, "Well, enough of you, friend." Are you watching the news? No, no, no. I'm I'm reading like what what happened to what, what our they beautiful have boy about Cuba. Them. But like, is it Cuba or Cuba? I don't know. Whatever, it's Cuba. Okay, but I like to call. I like to say Cuba. Cuba's a, Cuba's a fun word. It is. Come to Cuba. Come to Cuba. Oh, he made his directorial debut in 19, uh, 2018 with Bayou Caviar. I mean, if someone wants to send us 50 or let's say 100 bucks for that one, you go ahead. Well, he had some legal issues, but not till 2019. So, <laughs> uh-oh. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, it turns out he's black. As of August 2020, mm. 30 women have accused Cuba Gooding of unwanted sexual touching. Oh, that's... Cuba, Cuba has been formally charged for three incidents, each resulting in misdemeanor charges of forcible touching and third-degree sexual assault. He has, he has pled not guilty. His trial date was set for February 1st, 2022. Hmm. So... On August 19, 2020, a lawsuit was filed accusing Gooding of raping a woman twice in 2013 in a New York hotel room. 30 accusations is more than a few. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, it's kind of am I saying to... it's impossible that 30 women can lie? No. Obviously not impossible. But the numbers are mounting. Yeah, it was like his trial date in theory happened, but he was executed. Uh, there's there's nothing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Cuba Gooding Jr. has been compromised to a permanent end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's not. There's literally nothing about any kind of hmm. trial date, like nothing. But like, yeah, man, he like he genuinely was so charismatic. Like funny, like energy, like he's great. I just don't under maybe one an Oscar. Maybe he just went from being like a charismatic good actor to a rapist, and he not, couldn't, I mean, and he couldn't handle the pressure of being both. Not a bad transition. No, work for Spacey, thousand percent. So you know, yeah, teach their own. I'm not gonna tell him how to live his life. Um, here's another question I got for you. Hit me, Ted Danson. What was he thinking? It's not. Like she was attractive. <laughs> it's not like she was ever attractive or skinny or funny. And when you got Mary Steenburgen in the wings, why or, are you wasting or also your time? Just everybody else in Hollywood. No, or you're every, Ted you're fucking Ted, dancing. Dan, you're Sam fucking Malone. Like you're a handsome guy. Are you kidding me? Tall, chin, handsome, fucking movie star, chin. And you're picking you Whoopi fucking Goldberg. Never get it. I don't get I mean, it. was the whole thing just an excuse to do blackface that one time? Maybe. If so, I don't fault him. Maybe it was a gag and they were like, you wouldn't date Whoopi. Come <laughs> He's on. He's like, I'll date Whoopi and do blackface at a roast. What yeah. do you think about that? <laughs> Done. Done. 
But yeah, I just what? Why? Why? Uh, so yeah. Anyways, well, uh, Whoopi Goldberg is in this movie. Yes. And um, then I also wrote uh, noted uh, gay family man John Lovitz. <laughs> Did it? Hold on. I, I'm sure I wrote something about that. I'm sure. I love it when Lovitz plays straight. <laughs> it's always charming. And there's a little blackface dancer. He he went hard on the lips. <laughs> he really. Oh, it's so good. Like the lips are most it of is his lower face. So fucking good. How has nobody canceled him? I don't want him canceled because it's Ted Danson, and he's <sighs> like he he's operating on on a Scott type operating system. <laughs> it's like look. Yeah, sure. There, there's some shit if you dig for it, but come on, I'm pretty cute. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> come on. I just want to look up uh, other celebrities who have done blackface. <laughs> Anyways, you were you were looking up uh, John Lovitz, uh, or you, oh, you said no, I, I just, love it when he I plays love it straight. when he plays straight. It's adorable. Uh, and like wife, like like straight down the middle, like wife and kids straight. Yeah, but he's still John Lovitz, he's still John Lovitz. a gay man. He's still uh, very a flamboyant, flamboyant gay man. <laughs> this is this is honestly maybe my favorite John Lovitz because like he's so he's going for it and he's just doing Lovitz like wild like gesticulating. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. it's perfect. This is like peak John Lovitz. Yeah. He's not quite fat yet. No, and he's not quite old yet. Yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> then, uh, then my next note is just uh, those chompers on John Cleese. <laughs> John those, Cleese like, with near nonsense fake teeth. Nonsense fake teeth. But he's used to that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like he's used to doing silly ass things. So anyway, yeah. okay. So you well, got it's from the the Big Book of British Smiles, of course. Yeah. You got uh, Frank Landor Bash. Yeah. You got noted rapist Cuba Junior. <laughs> You've got uh, noted unattractive woman Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. Uh, you got her daughter, uh, not Deborah Wilson. Yep. Uh, you got noted gay man John Lovitz. Yep. Uh, you've got uh, Seth Green and uh, late '90s, early 2000 actor guy. Yep. Who you've seen in nine movies in that time frame, and you've then nothing seen else. Yeah. Uh, you just absolutely crushed it. Ninety-eight to oh two. Yeah. And then yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you got yourself uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson playing uh, Senore Bean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, straight up, he's playing speaking and Italian Mr. Bean. Yes. Like, he's capable of other things, but I bet you that's what they told him to do. Like, we we want this pretty beanie. Yeah, they're like, be be a weird Italian guy. Be mentally challenged. <laughs> Don't tell me twice. Um, so, they're all, they all end up at the casino. So, Seth Green's brother is Vince Viluf. Yeah. V-I-E-L-U-F. And yeah. what do I know him Stuff. from? I know him from things. Yeah, he's got a real t- ninety-eight to oh three was yep. his Told you. window. Told you. So he, so I know American Werewolf in Paris. Okay, that's a good one. Was he? Is he in uh, uh, Varsity Blues? Maybe. I will tell you, he is not in Varsity Blues. So. D- the only other thing I know him from, epic movie. He's Wolverine in epic movie. Sick. Sick. That is, that an is not awesome what I, get. That is not what I that know. That is him an from. awesome get. It can't be. Uh, 
But yeah, there's nothing else I really recognize him from, so I guess it's that. <laughs> I guess it's American Werewolf in Paris, an epic movie. Monobrow. 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 Daddy <laughs> wants a monobrow. <laughs> Big flappy bingo arms. <laughs> Um. Yeah. One of the worst movies ever made. So yeah, you got all you got all them. They are all they all are at the casino in uh, Las Vegas. They all end up receiving like this weird magic token, magic token chip thing that leads them to uh, like the penthouse to, to have a meeting uh, with uh, a noted crazy rich man uh, John Cleese. With John Cleese and his man Friday, and his man Friday, Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas, not the Wendy's Dave Thomas, the SCTV. Canadian SCTV. Dave Bob Thomas. or Doug McKenzie, Dave Thomas. Uh, Bob. Sure. And Rick Moranis was Doug. Yeah. Why don't you leave Hollywood, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. Uh, so he, John Cleese, kind of uh, gives him this thing and says that there's a. There's a place called uh, Silvermine, Nevada. No, New Mexico. Silvermine, New Mexico, right? Silver something. Silver something. Maybe Silver City. Silver City. Culver City. Uh, Culver City, City, California. Silver City, New Mexico. Yeah. And in the old train station, there are lockers. And in the locker mark 001, there's $2 million in a bag. Here's a key for each of you. It's a race to get there. Go Go get it. And they're all kind of like, huh? This shit's gay. They're like, what? No, stupid. I'm not doing it. I'm going home. Uh, but then they all like swerve each other and decide Maybe to go. Maybe I will do it. Maybe hmm. it's not gay. Maybe a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the entire plot of the movie is just them in hilariously com- comedic and slapsticky ways. Yeah. Racing across the deserts and stuff. Like racing to New Mexico to get the $2 million. So my notes are just things that happened in the movie, not necessarily like plot points. Yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of plot points. Um, just early on stuff I have is okay. Yeah, so I yeah this came out in 01. I think I rented it on VHS in 02. Gotcha. and that's the last time I saw it. You saw it in 03. <laughs> on DVD. Not VHS. Like I you. bet it wasn't DVD. No, it probably wasn't. It's was VHS. <laughs> Let's sit there and look. It was at probably me. VHS. Yeah. And the really the only thing I remembered is Rowan Atkinson running around like a goon saying, It's a race. It's a race. And I'm like, why is that the only thing I remember? And then upon rewatching, I'm like, oh, it's because he says it a thousand <laughs> times. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to wrote, write that I hopefully remember is uh, just remind me about the narcolepsy. Okay. So, Senore Bean yeah. uh, has narcolepsy. So, he's the first one to, like, you know, make the rush for the gold, but then just falls asleep in the, while, lobby. In the lobby while running. Yeah. Um, so, then what turns out is that there's a group of uh, eccentric rich men yeah. who have all been, who are all betting on which one of them will get the, to the money first. Which sounds a lot like recent Netflix hits Squid Game? Kinda. It's a squid game. Yeah, kind of. It's a less murdery squid game. Although there could have been some murders. Maybe. Pretty close. Uh, All right. I'm just going to go through the notes I wrote. Uh, During that meeting, uh, he says, uh, because he says like, uh, oh, uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg and your daughter. And he goes, wait, how do you know I'm her daughter? And then he goes, well, there, there truly are no secrets. Well, there is still one, and I expected like a hard pan to love it, but like it didn't happen. 
Like, uh, oh, our friend John over here likes to push poo. <laughs> well, there's one secret left. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, then as they uh, sort of, like, start to disband and start to, uh, like, get start the race, uh, of course, uh, Who Let Dogs Out plays. And, uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. It's 2001. Yeah. Um, then when Lovitz sort of convinces his family that, uh, that you know, oh, I, I have to go on this business trip to uh, New Mexico, and so I'm going to leave you here. And then his wife and kids are like, oh, we want to go to New Mexico. We don't even like Las Vegas. And they're like, yeah. he's like, fuck. Uh, all right, fine. Let's go to the airport. And then yeah. there's like a scene where they're buying tickets, and he can't buy tickets, so he's going to like rent a car. And uh, so like... <laughs> They're in the airport, and they're like, he's like, well, we have to go right now, because a bunch of other people are, like, rushing towards ticket cars and stuff. Yeah. And then his wife is like, oh, what about our bags? He's like, just leave them. And I was like, ah, pre-9-11, where you oh. can just leave your fucking bags just anywhere. Leave your bags unattended. Run onto the plane from the tarmac. Yeah, get on the plane five minutes before it takes off. I, I miss those what days. What a beautiful dream. Thanks a lot, Al-Qaeda. Or, yeah. Thanks a lot, Bush administration. Oh, come on. He didn't do it. Dick, yeah, maybe Dick Cheney did it. <laughs> uh, Dick Cheney knew about it, for sure. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, Seth, and, uh, an early 2000s guy, uh, tried to... They end up uh, knocking out the flight control, the, the yeah. radar. It was funny when they were buying a ticket, and there was, like, a man in front of them, and and the counter lady was like, who's next? And they're like, we're next. And the man's like, excuse me, I'm in front of you. And then they just distract the counter lady and punch the man in the face. Yeah, knock him knocking out. him out. And they're like, like, who's okay. next? And then everybody goes like, oh, these guys. Oh, them. The, the violent guys. Uh, so, yeah, they take out the radio tower so that, the, uh, that nobody can fly out. Yeah. Um, and so the whole time, uh, Franklin Urbash has... Uh, been trying to hit on Amy Smart, uh, also a, Did I make a early two thousands attractive girl. Yeah, who I was went like, nowhere. oh yeah, Amy Smart used to be in things. Yeah, and she was like kind of cute. She's cute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's been hitting on her. I think she was on a bit of Scrubs for a minute. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she, he's like, uh, well, why are you going to have a drink with me? And she's like, oh, I can't. I'm flying out in a few. He's like, oh, but you can just have one. She's like, no, I'm like actually flying. Like I'm a pilot. And he's like, and he's like, huh, how women pilots? How can a woman <laughs> be a pilot? Oh my god, the pilot's a woman. <laughs> uh, so, but he's like he he doesn't want, he's not participating. He threw the key in the garbage. He's Why like, no, I'm going back to Chicago to have a female pilot. Uh, like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. And then. Uh, when he can't leave the, because he can't get a, he can't get a flight out because the tower's out. So he goes back to hit on Amy Smart, and then she's like, Maybe he's like, oh, do you want to have a drink still? And she's like, well, no, I'm I'm flying out. And he goes, yeah, but the tower's out. He can't fly. And she's like, oh, I fly a helicopter. We fly on a different tower. system. Yeah. And then he goes, oh shit, she can fly. Nobody else can fly. I gotta fuck I my way fly. out of this helicopter. I gotta fucking. So he goes and gets a key. The key back from the garbage, and then tells her like some lie about his sister being sick or whatever. Yeah, to fly with her, and uh, I don't know. Like none of these plot points are important. Um, <laughs> Not really. Then uh, Whoopi and her daughter buy, get a car, and they're driving down like some backcountry road, and they get lost. Uh, where they find uh, Oscar Award winner Kathy Bates. How many Oscar winners are in this? Kathy Bates, Whoopi Goldberg, Cuba Gooding Jr. Any more? 
Dave Thomas? <laughs> no, I don't think so. John Lovitz? <laughs> nope. Uh, That's probably Brecken it. Meyer? <laughs> probably it. Still three, Seth though. Green. That's still a lot. Yeah. Still a lot. That's um, more than most movies. That is true. Uh, actually, Kathy Bates would have been, like, not... I guess both her and Whoopi would have been, like, relatively close to this. Because Kathy Bates was 92? 90, 90, 91. 90, 91. Whoopi was 89, 88. Ghosts. Ghost or Color Purple? Which one did she win for? Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Color Purple is earlier. Yeah. Ghost is around this uh, 90-ish. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm losing steam here. We should probably keep go- keep going instead of uh, getting off one second. We're doing good. We're almost at three hours. Well, we're going to be close to three hours. Yay. <laughs> Uh, so Kathy Bates, As promised, this episode. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this episode. episode. <laughs> Kathy Bates has a roadside, uh, like, uh, she's selling squirrels. Yeah. And she has very adorable signs for squirrels. Yes. Yeah. Uh, would you like to it's, say she's really pushing the squirrels. She's really pushing the squirrels. Like, she keeps trying to sell squirrels. She's like, oh, I taught this one to shake, but like, he's not going to do it while you're here. And then, because <laughs> uh, you're black. And then uh, she says like, oh, well, we're trying to get to Silver City. Do you know how to get back to like, is there like a cutoff? He goes, yeah. So you go like, yeah, 1.8 miles here. Yeah. Very, very specific yeah, direction. You'll see this sign, you turn left. Then you go 4.5 miles and then you're going to see this and you go right. And then when you go, whatever, you do this. And they're like, oh, okay. And like, oh, like, thank you so much. Like, thank you so much. Like, are you are you sure those are the directions? Like, are you sure? yeah, I'm not retarded. Like, so many, so many casual R words in this. Almost as many as 2021's The Scary of 61st. Yeah. But, like, I bet you, because Kathy Bates is, like, hella liberal. Yeah. I bet you she regrets that. Probably. I bet you she sits, sits at, awake at night thinking, I fuck, I really shouldn't have said retarded. I should have said no. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so then after that... Uh, now Lovitz and his family are like in a station wagon and they're driving and they are, uh, they are like the driving and the daughter's talking about how she's prairie dogging and then they explain what prairie dogging is. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it was her, but I I have a, a note from earlier saying, uh, did they just show a little girl's bare ass? I can't remember if that no. was in relation to her or no. something else, but I'm pre- pretty sure I saw a child ass at some point. I was like, pretty cool movie. <laughs> not, not that I remember. Um, are you sure you watched the same movie? I don't know. You sure you didn't watch Ass Race? <laughs> you sure you didn't watch Cuties again? Again? Before? Um <clears throat> So they're driving, and the daughter sees a sign for like you know next exit Barbie Museum, and right. she was like, go to Barbie, Museum. "Barbie Museum, I would love to go." And then he's like, "No, no, we don't have time. We're like on schedule for this." And they're like, "Oh, come on, like we should just go to like you know it's one stop, whatever." And then he goes, "Yeah, but I'm sure that like whatever the son's name is, like I'm sure he doesn't want to go." And he's like, "Listen, anything is I'm like I'm cramping up back here. I gotta yeah. get out of this car." And they go, "Fine, we'll go to the Barbie Museum, but we're like we're in and out." So they pull over, and then uh, it cuts to them in the Barbie Museum, and it is the Klaus Barbie uh, Nazi Museum. Yeah, they, like Klaus Barbie, the the butcher of the butcher of Lyon. Yeah, and then they're like, uh, you're like this, but this museum is dedicated to his like he's a, a champion ballroom dancer and a, all the cool stuff and a about ba- Klaus and a Barbie. baker and a, so like then yeah, so it's like all these skinheads talking about Klaus Barbie. Oh, 
chili is. Uh, chili is. And then they're like, oh, we, we, sorry. Like, they, they say, like, we need to get out of here. So they try to leave. They're like, are you leaving? They're like, oh, uh, yeah, we got to go to a, a, a book burning and then a, and then a christening, <laughs> a Christian christening <laughs> for white people. Yeah. I'm not a gay I'm Jew. I'm not a Jew. <laughs> uh, the last secret. <laughs> the last secret. Um... So then, yeah, so then they go to leave, and their car's been stolen. Yep. So the only car that's available to them is Adolf Hitler's, is Hitler's Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes <laughs> so they steal the Mercedes-Benz. Uh, all the skinheads see that and freak out and come out to chase after them. This has, I think, my favorite line in the movie, mm-hmm. where they're going through, like, the glove compartments and stuff, yeah. and they find Ava Braun's hat. Uh, yeah, there's hat, lipstick, and something else. Yeah, so the daughter takes the hat and puts it on and says, Look at me, I'm Mrs. Hitler, <laughs> which I adore. <laughs> Absolutely adore. Very funny, very, yeah. very funny. Uh, okay, so at this point, I was very much over the Pierce tongue gag. Oh, I can't believe it was the whole movie. So Seth Green's brother character guy. Seth Green's late 90s, early 2000s brother. Had had pierced his own tongue. It was infected. And it was infected. So, the whole, he had to do that in every scene. Because when your tongue is swollen, you can't talk like normal out of your throat. Oh, I thought you were doing Down syndrome. You Sorry. can only talk... Well, my tongue is too big for my mouth. <laughs> so... You know, it means that your tongue is blocking your vocal cords. Yeah. So he could only go... And then the gag of just, like, Seth Green can't understand him properly. Annoying. And then he gets mad at him for not understanding. And, like, he's so fucking dumb. I was really over it at this point. Uh, so then, uh, Amy Smart and Franklin Urbash are flying in the helicopter, and she's like, oh, I'm just gonna take a quick pit stop. I just wanna, like, surprise my boyfriend, cause, like, it's, it's on the way. Yeah. So they, like, pull up to, like, they're flying over the house, and then she, like, starts getting all, like, uh, you know, like a stupid bitchy woman, and she's like, that's like that's the car of his ex-girlfriend and parked in the front, so she... <laughs> Circles over and uh, they're in the pool fucking and I, I was like, is that uh, is that is that Dean Kane? Answer. That's fucking Dean. Yes, Kane. it's Dean Kane. So Dean Kane in the hot tub fucking his ex girlfriend. Yep. Um, so she like buzzes him with the helicopter, yep. uh, loses her pilot's license because you're uh, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> not supposed to do that because uh, it's a military helicopter or something. Yeah, and um, then yeah, crashes. And then, cra- yeah, crashes, and then Brecken or her are, are you know off somewhere like a roadside pussy <laughs> uh, diner or whatever, and he like comes clean to her with like why he wanted to go <laughs> and like to prove his honesty. He's like, here, you take the key. I'm like, yeah, give the key. To the crazy bitch who just lost her pilot's license. Yep. Uh, just, just to make it clear. Number one, I think Breckenmeyer is still kind of ruggedly handsome. He is. Judging by a picture of uh, right here. A... Oh, big picture. There go. He's, he's ruggedly handsome. Absolutely. Um, also, for note, he is, uh, he is Franklin. He's Franklin. And Paul Mark Gossler is Bash. Um, <laughs> and John Paul Mitchell is Bash. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, the next note. Oh, so okay, so uh, yeah, so it's just like a series of like everybody's mode of transportation is collapsing on them. Yeah. Uh, then uh, we get Cuba Gooding, who uh, so he's a disgraced NFL. Referee, referee who accidentally who blew, a coin, blew a coin toss and cost Dallas the game, yeah. which a bunch of people had bet on Dallas to win. So then he take when he takes a taxi to the uh, casino. Originally, there's a guy in the the taxi driver is like venting about the football game, but he yeah. doesn't recognize him. And then when he gets out of the vehicle, another taxi driver goes like, "Hey, you, you know, know who that, that was? was right? That was the referee." And he goes, "Motherfucker, oh, I had him." So then when he gets uh, comes out and he's like, "Oh, can you drive me to like I have to get to this place?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'll drive you." Uh, so he uh, same taxi driver like picks him up and he kind of like gritting his teeth, telling him about you know how uh, pretending to be nice. Drives him out to the middle of the desert, strips him down to his undies, and just leaves him in the desert. To die. To die. Yeah, to die. Yeah. There's a lot of very, like, good uh, comedic Cuba-like acting in this. Like, yeah. he, uh, the walking on the hot sand, having, like, temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like, very, very funny. So, then he eventually crosses the desert, and he... Uh, he runs into like a tour bus that yeah. stopped at a side sta- uh, like a, a gas station or no, like yeah. a, no uh, rest stop. Rest stop. Yeah, uh, that is uh, full of Lucille Ball impersonators. Yeah, they're going to LucyCon. They're going to LucyCon. So he decide, and they're like waiting for the bus driver because he's like shitting or something. Yeah. So he goes in. And he needs to – he wants to try and get the costume or the outfit from the bus driver to take the bus. Yeah. And uh, the way he does that is by telling the bus driver that his wife is having a baby right now and he needs his stuff. Yeah. So Cuba then explains childbirth the way but- Republicans understand women's <laughs> rights, birth control, and abortions. <laughs> They're like, oh, her, 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 her uvula is fully dilated, and the baby's, the, the baby's coming out of the cervix. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you can, you can have my jacket, but what do you need the pants for? Um, the placenta. I, Hello, I gotta catch her placenta. And then, what do you need my hat for? You've got the rest. Her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. A very uh, comedic way of explaining childbirth. As yeah. if, like, he's so retarded. I guess <laughs> maybe he's fried from being in the desert. True. But, like, he doesn't even understand how babies are made. <laughs> I mean, he was radio. He was radio. Radio. He never go full retard. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, some stuff happens in the, after that, but it's, like, nothing of importance. Like, it's uh, it's Franklin and Amy Smart, like... Uh, get it, like, how do they, oh, they stole Dean Kane's truck. Yeah. And then they're driving the truck and then whatever. But the next one I wrote, so then when Cuba is driving the bus mm-hmm. and all the Lucille's are like doing bits and stuff and whatever. And then uh, Lucille like comes up to the front. And, who's your favorite Lucy? Who's my favorite Lucy? Well, we're going to get to that. <laughs> okay. So Lucy, one of the Lucy's comes up to the front and starts talking to Cuba about like, oh, huh, can we pull over at a rest stop? Like I really got to the bathroom. And he's like, no, seriously, we're like, we're on a tight schedule already. Like, why don't you just use the one in the back I'm like well i mean it there's the locks broken so like anybody could walk in at any point and he's like well i, I don't think that any that you had don't have anything that all the other lucy's have and then the voice goes to like very manly and goes like well i don't know about that Guess and what, uh, of course because it's 2001 
YouTuber has to re- has to reply with screams of terror, revulsion, staring at her like she's a disgusting monster, and then uh, a real they them Aubrey too. And, yeah, and, Audrey uh, too. Aubrey Edwards. So no- Audrey too. Nothing like some uh, lovely uh, transphobia bathroom some, some humor. Classic <laughs> early century transphobia. Yeah. Uh, so then the next thing we get is, uh, is Lovitz and his family in the Hitler mobile, yep. uh, being chased by the neo-Nazis. Uh, or no, yeah, getting chased, getting chased by the Nazis. Um, and then, uh, he like jams his finger and flips off a biker. He burns his finger on the cigarette lighter. Cause he doesn't think it works. Yes. He's like, what is this? They're like, they didn't have that back then. Yeah. Burns his middle finger, which he then accidentally holds up to a biker. Yeah. And then she, like, gets all of her biker friends to chase them. And he, uh, he at one point, he accidentally says dyke instead of bike, and it's very funny. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. then uh, they're, like, racing away. He loses control. He bites his tongue. Yeah. He, he uh, gets, like, a smudge on his face from... Yeah. There's some shit on the steering wheel, and he... Oh, yeah, his face hits the steering wheel. his face on the steering wheel. And he gets, wheel. like, a, you know, a mustache kind of thing. Yeah. And then they end up crashing the Hitler mobile into a World, World War, War II, II Veterans, veterans <laughs> m- uh, Memorial. So he gets out of the car with a bit tongue, a Hitler mustache, and his hair greased over in the Hitler mobile, and he starts trying to yell at them about what's happening with the bikers. Yeah. But he's doing very... Hitler mannerisms. And it just sounds like German. And, and just, it's perfect. It's, it's absolutely perfect. It's awesome. <laughs> it's exactly what I want. Yeah. John Lovitz as Hitler. It's, it's what re- I want. It's really, really good. Uh, then I, I just said, like, ri- old rich men betting is incredible. Yeah. And, like, so all the old men are having, like, side bets the whole yeah. time while they're waiting for the race to end. So, like, they, uh, they, they, they order a hooker. And they get they all hide and they get Dave Thomas to ask her to do something very specific to see like how much she'd charge and then it's like, you know, closest without going over wins. Yeah. So he wants her to I don't I don't even remember. There was like some There was a bait, hot tub. There was some ba- oh hot tub full of Pepto Bismol. Hot tub full of Pepto Bismol. There was the uh, shaving of shaving of buttocks. his butt. Uh something to do with her feet. Yeah. And a baby related thing. Yeah. And then she says the total, and they, like, all pop out, and they're like, ah, so-and-so got it. Like, 3,000, like, I had 2,800. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, the, like, a later cut scene, they cut back, and they've got a bunch of Asian maids all trying to, like, do pull-ups on the <laughs> curtains, of uh, the curtain rods, yeah. and then... Uh, when they're getting closer to the end of the race, they all get in the private jet. And then when they're in the private jet, it's sort of like tipping back and forth. Yeah, the like, first shot of the jet, it's like all over. I'm like, why Why is this happening? Like, oh, but is there was a smart flying the plane now? Yeah, or any other woman. Or or uh, Muhammad... Ada? Ada? Yep. Yeah, I was, was going to say. Come, I got you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. I got you back I on 9 11 stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, it turns out that like they're doing it to see which one of them throws up first. Yeah. Which is very, very funny. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. Um, the next note I wrote is just like, it just doesn't stop. It's all action all the time. Yeah, because you got so many characters yeah. and uh, storylines going, you can just keep bopping between them. But, uh, do you need me to remind you about. No, no, it's yet? literally the next note. Excellent. Um, so then, uh, the, the bus gets a, it overheats yeah, and then gets a flat tire and then, when, and then the soap falls in the toilet and it fills with suds. Yes. 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 Uh, so the, 
Lucy's are trying... I, I, I kind of maybe, like, zoned out for a second. They were trying to fix the tire, but then they just ended up, like, rolling it down the hill. They just lost the tire, yeah. 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 Uh, and so then he's, like, starts having a temper tantrum about how, like... Like, I'm not a bus driver. They're, they're the, like, no, no, don't say that. You're the that. best he's bus like, driver. He's like, no, we, I'm not yeah. a bus driver. I stole, I stole this, this. And I took the bus. So they all start getting mad at him. So it's like, one Lucy yells at him. Two Lucy's yell at him. A third Lucy yells at him. Then an Asian, Asian Lucy, Lucy yells at him. at him in an Asian accent. <laughs> and I just wrote Asian Lucille Ball. I definitely have two notes: one reading Trans Lucy and one reading Asian Lucy. <laughs> yeah, very, very good. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, Seth and his brother, uh, they're like racing in their car they think they're gonna get pulled over by the cops franklin and amy smart like siphon gas from the cops or whatever anyways they end up like pulling like to get away they pull into some area where they like park and then it turns out that they've parked in the lineup for cars for a monster truck to like crush and then i just wrote monster trucks Seriously, what's the budget on this? I, yeah. And I looked, it's $48 million. That's and so money. I just wrote, $48 million gets you a lot in 2001. You can you like, can stretch 50 mil yeah. at the turn of the All century. All of the things that they spread out this budget on. Yeah. And you're like, wow, like you could get so much yeah. shit. You can't make shit for $48 million now. No, because everything has to go into post-production and yeah. you got to CGI off mustaches. And you have a, if you have one A-list actor, that's $20 million right yeah, there. Absolutely. Yep, so, yeah, couldn't believe how much you get in this movie with yeah. a budget of $48 million. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so they all end up arriving sort of at the same time in the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's, you know, sort of like a last-minute, like, race to it. Um but the so the the one character that we didn't follow was uh, the Senor Bean. Senor Bean who awakes at the uh, in the hotel. Yeah, and he ends up getting uh, what does what have oh smashed with Newman's van. He gets smashed by Newman's van. Yeah, uh, Dennis Knight playing essentially Newman. Yeah. Um, he uh, so then he he says like you know oh well like don't sue me I'll I'll, I'll drive you wherever you need to go I got this yeah. package and then there's a bunch of silly humor involving a transplant heart and a dog getting <laughs> electrocuted and uh, the this had maybe my second favorite thing which was, was I think early on when uh, Newman and uh, and Rowan are driving uh, Rowan Atkinson is singing along <laughs> in. <laughs> With an Italian In accent. In a thick Italian accent, he is singing along the lyrics to respect to the song <laughs> Chain of Fools. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's really funny. That's really funny. Yeah. It's great. That is really funny. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then uh, him and D- Dennis Knight's going to. Oh, the, 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 like, so what happens is they end up uh, wrecking the heart. Yes. So then Dennis a Knight, dog gets it. A dog gets it and, and then holes the, in it. And then jumps into electrified barbed yeah. wire and dies. Um, and then Dennis Knight says, like, he's going to get fired unless he has a heart. Unless he got a new so heart. then he's like, well, what we should do is we should just find a drifter and kill a drifter and yeah. take his heart. And Senor Bean is like, yeah, okay, let's yeah. do that. And then he goes, hey, 
Do you have? Do you have any family? And he goes, no, nope, no family at all. He's like, no kids, no wife. I'm like, nope, nothing, nope, nobody. I, I got nobody. And then he like looks at him like he's he goes, oh look, a drifter. We should kill him. And then he just runs and jumps oh. onto a oh. train. And it is the perfectly oh. most perfectly cut scene you've ever seen. The train jump is Perfect. untouchable. It's actually a shame they put it in the trailer. Yes, because it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have saved it. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like a a jump. Like so, it's like it's a it's a a, a frame in front of the actual picture. Yeah. So like he runs and jumps and sort of like freezes, just like hits the train flat and then just goes with the train. Yeah. Like it's, it's fucking. It's great. unbelievable. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's so good. So then following him, he's on the train and he sits down with like a fa- like a family across from him and a baby and the family's asleep and the baby's sort of like being like a little fussy. So I'm he starts a, making like I'm a little fussy myself. Start making typical like Mr. Bean faces at him. Oh boy. And he doesn't really like take to it. Yeah. So then he pulls out the the key for the locker and he's like shaky 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 shaky. Baby's into that. And baby's into that. So then he sort of like gives the baby the key and he looks away for a split second. Yeah. And then looks back and the ba- and the key's gone. And no he goes, key. "Oh, hey baby, where where you put the key?" <laughs> so he's like feeling around, feeling around and then he like he reaches like into his like jumper mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, and he's like, no, maybe it's in here." And then the parents wake up and he goes, "Ah, I see. I think it's down here. I think I feel it." Like, "Oh, it's very small. It's very hard to feel." And, and the parents are like, are you molesting our baby right in are, front of are us? Are you jerking off an eight-month-old? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, they pull into the train station. He gets thrown off the train. Yeah. So he's actually the first one there. Yeah. He gets meet, meet by Dave Thomas. Some would say met. Oh, he's sorry. He gets, <laughs> he gets met by Dave Thomas. He gets meet. He gets meet. Uh, I mean, he gets met. I get, I get meet. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. Um... He, so he's like, ah, oh, like congratulations, like here's the locker, walk up. And so he goes to put the key in, and right, so right before he goes in, this is the part I wanted to remember. Okay. So he, Dave Thomas is talking to John Cleese on a phone. Yeah. And he says, hey, like give us updates when there's things happening. Mm. Uh, P, also, I forgot to say, like all the keys have trackers in them so they know where everyone is. Yeah, so they're watching him on, on a big board. Yeah. So uh, he gets there, and then they cut to John Cleese, who says, Ah, I can't believe the narcoleptic is going to win. And I'm like, why would you ruin the joke? There are yeah. people that have forgotten yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a narcoleptic and you just yeah. ruined the You don't need to gag. set it up if it's about to happen. Like two seconds later. Yeah. So true. he gets there. True, true, true. He's about to put the key in. Guess what? Passes out. Falls asleep. Falls asleep. Yeah. Like, great. You just ruined a gag. True. So dumb. Yeah. So I didn't think about that, but yeah. Everybody else shows up. And they go to open, they all like kind of fight over who's going to open the thing. They open it. There's no case. Yeah. And it turns out that Dave Thomas and the hooker <laughs> from the previous gag have absconded. Abs- absconded with it because he told her the whole story and he's in love with her. And so she like tricked him. Yeah. So then it just. Like a hua. Like a hua. So um, yeah, then they're like, they, they, they get, they escape. And then they get pursued by everyone, and there's a hot air balloon yep. that gets wrapped around a cow, and then the cow is yep. hanging from the hot air balloon, and then Seth Meyers, Seth Meyers, Seth Green is hiring, hanging from the cow, and then the cow falls into the car that and, Dave uh, Thomas is driving. Silas Weir Mitchell from Prison Break is in the mix for some reason. Oh yeah, because he hear, overhears them talking about, they want to make a copy of 
give the key the, uh, so they can steal a second car to beat yeah. them there. For, for lack of a more delicate term, the monster tard from Prison Break. Mm. Uh, take my hands, boss, like that monster tard in the Green Mile. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the cow lands in the car, and then the car, the cow is technically driving the car. That wasn't bad. Uh, that was pretty silly. The <laughs> cow was, looked good, though. Cow looked good. Cow looked pretty good. I'm like, that's a pretty good 2001 cow driving a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then like, they're all... I see how they... <laughs> I see how they made Avatar eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, then they they all like are like it's a big big car chase. They uh, they all finally like track him down. They chase him like to some like thing like a setup or something like, like some yeah. structure. They end up running up some stairs and out onto the stage at a concert with Smash Mouth. It's Smash Mouth, baby. It's full on Smash Mouth because not enough movies at this point in history have ended with All-Star. <laughs> uh, that is true. Yeah. What do you got? You got your uh, Mystery Men. Shrek. You got your Shrek. You've got a third... Well, Rat Race, third example. <laughs> you know what? Third so, uh, the, the, the thing that the performance is Damn, to Damn, race... I would... I'm sorry. I would not mind working our way to Mystery Men either. <laughs> me neither. That's a sick yeah, movie. Yeah, me neither. Uh, so, the the... Thing the performance they're doing is to raise money for like uh, hungry children. Yeah, or it's something. a it's a live aid type yeah. thing. But it, I think I believe only Smash Mouth. Uh, only Smash Mouth. The crowd was packed. Oh yeah, but I mean this Smash is two thousand one Smash Mouth, and they've only made nine thousand. Yeah, they were really eating shit until they showed up. <laughs> yeah, so all of them showed up, and then they like you know there's like a miscommunication where they're like, oh, we got the bag, and there's we, two million. We got this two million dollars bag, and, and they're, they're like, like, whoa, oh, shit, you're don't, you're giving the the hungries. Oh, and we all we all decided like on the way here that we're just we're gonna share the whole thing, and then they're like, yeah. wow, share the whole thing with us with these hungries, and then they're like, that's crazy, and then they're like, oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 we didn't. We're we're sharing it, not you and you and I and then, said. And then they start getting booed. No, they, yeah. yeah, they're getting booed. And then Rance Howard and some other lady bring a bunch of underprivileged kids on stage. Yeah. and like make them all change their mind into giving the money to them. Then John Cleese and all the rich guys show up. Yeah, well, be, they change almost everyone's mind. Oh, the Seth Green holds sneaky... out. Look. John Lovitz is just a sneak, <laughs> but he so gave us money. So is maybe Breckenmeyer? And so is probably Breckenmeyer. Yeah. But Seth Green is like... Maybe Amy Smart. Probably. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson? No. Oh. <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> but yeah. Do you and think it'll be bad if I just Google search Rowan Atkinson Rowan Atkinson Jewish? Jewish? <laughs> Check it out. But yeah, so like everyone is like, yeah, we, we should do this. And Seth Green's like, no, I want this money. And you know what? I'm with you, Seth. And like you can pressure and guilt me and bring out hungry kids all you want. I'm keeping that fucking money. But eventually, at the end of the day, he's a coward. Drew is making a face that is leading me to believe he has some, some breaking the news about beloved comedic actor Rowan Atkinson. It's Rowan Atkinson will become a father for the third time at the age of 62 with wow. his 33-year-old girlfriend. 
And Mr. Beanstar and his partner are expecting their first child together. Atkinson already has two grown-up children. Ben, 23, and daughter Lily, 21. Wow. <laughs> I think I've seen his daughter. She's pretty hot. Excellent. I think she's pretty hot. Doesn't say if he's Jewish, though. Although somebody asked a question, is Mr. Bean Jewish? <laughs> the character. <laughs> I like that. He, uh, he's not Jewish. Yeah, he's not Jewish. I told you. He's anti-religious. I, I, that makes sense. Now, what if I type oh, Rowan Atkinson daughter, and then you show me. <laughs> what if I type oh, Rowan Atkinson daughter nude? Oh, she's pretty. Not bad at all. And she's like classically beautiful. Yeah, yeah. She's not even like a hot Instagram whore. No. I mean... I like her. That's a little more... Well, it's there. Isn't that just Kristen Stewart? Might be Kristen Stewart. (laughs) Is that Dean Cain? It was Dean Cain. Wow, his son... Also hot? No, very much looks like Mr. Bean. (laughs) Oh, his son is just (laughs) Rowan Atkinson Jr. Well, I'm gonna gonna follow his daughter on Instagram. (laughs) As well you should. Anyways, not Jewish. Dodge the bullet, guys. But you know who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. Whoa, he converted. He converted. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. We're, we're getting a little long in the tooth here. Is this the movie where Seth Green and Breckenmeyer fell in love? Oh, this is the origin story of Robot Chicken? No rat race, no Robot Chicken. What year was Robot Chicken? After 2001. Mm, I don't like it. Probably 06. I don't like it. You don't like it? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I came around very quickly. I very much like it. Also, uh, some big old titties. I am a fan of this young lady. She doesn't have Atkinson as her last name, and she's not married. That's interesting. She hates her dad. Very possible. Especially if he's got a 33-year-old girlfriend that he just got pregnant. Yeah. There's, there's some interesting oh, stuff going on there. I don't know if that's a big uh, family, family moment, but... Uh, I think I've got a big night ahead of me with uh, young Ms. Atkinson and uh, Cheryl and Fenn. Ah. Yeah. The old one hand for each mm-hmm. and see who finishes. One hand for like each Milton. and each hand is on a different guy. <laughs> <laughs> he said ace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cut it. I don't care. <laughs>